program is a presentation of KFNY Sports. And now, you are listening to the home of North 40 Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. Yeah, we're live. Live, we are live from City Bank Stadium. It's Wally and Jaron for KFNY Sports as we will bring you the North 40 Falcons versus the West Mesquite Wranglers. Both these teams coming in on, well, really two different notes. West Mesquite with a big blowout last week. And, of course, North 40 with a nail-biting loss to the Lovejoy Leopards, 43-41. North 40 comes into this game with a record of 6-2, and 4-1, and, and or 4-2 and two in district. And the, uh, the West Mesquite Rangers coming into this one with a 7-1 record with their only district loss being to the Highland Park Scots at, of course, Highlander Stadium. I'll pick up Jaren's phone that he just dropped and maybe broke, so hopefully that'll be okay. And, of course, also tonight, it's not only just a home game, that's technically the last home game for North Florida as they'll get uh, the Unity Bowl next week. They'll be the visitor, so it's technically the last home game for the Falcons. It, not only is it that, but it's also senior night. Senior night here at Citibank Stadium for the Falcons, and that's what they're doing right now on the stadium or on the field. And as, as long as the line is for football and for band and for drill team and truly I mean it's a and trainers it's it's a pretty long line so they'll be doing that for most of our pregame show if not extra time of it uh, so what we will do is go ahead and take a quick break and when we come back we'll talk about the loss last week the tough loss to Lovejoy 43-41 and then after that we will get to the West Mesquite Wranglers and tell you all about them and how North Forney can beat them tonight. You're listening to KFNY Sports. It's the Soul Man's Barbecue pregame show right here on True Texas Radio. Rich, juicy smoked meats. That's the great taste of Texas. For over 40 years, Soul Man's Barbecue has been doing Texas proud. Serving mouth-watering ribs, beef, and sausage nestled up to our mama's sides. Or try our new Soul Bowl, Frito pie that's locked and loaded with smoked pork, sausage, beans, and more. Come in and get your soul full. Soul Man's Barbecue. With 15 Metroplex locations. Soulmans.com. Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. As temperatures cool, call Forney Air. Your hometown independent American Standard Air Customer Care dealer is here to make sure you stay comfortable. No matter the temperature outside, Forney Air can help. Give them a call at 214-924-9745 to schedule an appointment and let their expert technicians keep your system in tip-top condition. That number once again is 214-924-9745. That's Forney Air at 214-924-9745 or find them online at ForneyAirAndHeat.com. Hey, y'all, this is Will Riggs, and I want to tell you about Young Ideas, your dish-authorized retailer. At Young Ideas, they believe in the power of listening. They believe it so much that Dish is the first TV provider to partner with another great listener, Amazon Alexa. Now, you can easily tell Alexa to do things like find your favorite show, search for movies, or play your team's game without ever touching a remote. 
To learn more, call Young Ideas today at 903-560-9150. We're local and tuned in to you. Restrictions apply. For full details, call Young Ideas at 903-560-9150. You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. Soulbeans Barbecue pregame show live from Citibank Stadium. It's Wally and Jaron, KFY Sports, and we are bringing you the West Mesquite Wranglers and North Forney Falcons tonight on Senior Night. Of course, North Forney coming off a tough, tough loss last week, and where in a game in which they could have locked up the play, a playoff spot in District 15-5A, but yet they lost 43-41 and a bit of a sloppy game for them, and that kind of puts the pressure on not only this week but also next week. For the Falcons, uh, last week's final score from Lucas was 43-41 in a game that was tight throughout uh, North Forney. At one point in the second quarter, had a 28-14 lead before a couple of turnovers, tied it before half. And then North Forney had a brief lead early in the third quarter thanks to a missed extra point from Lovejoy. But besides that one-point lead, they did not trail anymore for the rest of the game. And, Jaron, I know you were out last week, but it was – Probably the, the ugliest game that North Forney has played all year. Even the North, even the uh, Highland Park game, especially offensively, was awesome, and they didn't have a whole lot of turnovers in that game outside of a couple of turnover turnovers on down. Uh, but last week, North Forney turned the ball over four times, two fumbles, two interceptions, and a couple of those were really crucial because they came in that second quarter when Forney was North Forney was up 28 to 14. They were driving uh, in on Lovejoy. Side of the, on the Lovejoy side of the field, uh, Calvin fumbled, and that gave Lovejoy the ball. They take it down and score a touchdown, cut it to one, or one score. And then Colby throws a pick six that went through the hands, a little bit high, but it went through the hands of Barclay Ford into the defender's hands, and he raced back the other way untouched for a pick six. That tied it up, and, and North Forney was looking to go. Three touchdowns and just about, for all intents and purposes, would have put that game away. But a couple of turnovers, and they got sloppy, and that really let Lovejoy hang around and end up winning that game. Well, I was able to listen in some to the game uh, after we did my sister's little rehearsal deal, and, and it seemed like it was a game defined by big plays, especially for the Lovejoy side. Of course, you have you know, the turnovers like you talked about, but I know you have the big 63-yard uh, pass and catch from Lovejoy. That was a big momentum shift as well. I know you had some, some plays where you know they were third and 19 on one, fourth and 16 on the other that they converted. And so um, when you have a team that, that is that successful at converting those big plays, especially on third and fourth down, you know, nine times out of ten, they're going to come out on top. Well, and we, uh, you know, I kind of mentioned how sloppy the game was. It was also really cold and windy. Uh, you know, and before the game, talking to some of the coaches, they, they didn't change their game plan at all. They, this is what they told me going into that one. But it seemed to me like they, they did may, maybe and they readjusted as the game went along because they, they really stuck with the run and, and Lovejoy – was really making it hard for, for North Forney to run the ball. They had over they had almost 50 carries, 50 rushes on the game. They didn't end up with a little over 200 yards. It was 208 total, uh, which you, on the surface looks good. But when you have almost 50 rushes, that's that's really not that great, especially for what North Forney has been used to all season long, getting those big gains. They were able to kind of limit what Calvin did. They, they really made Kobe work for every bit that he got through the ground. Uh, and it made it hard for North Forney to move the ball. And then you had those turnovers, and those were just absolutely crucial. Uh, but I also have to give some credit to Lovejoy. I mean, they, they really played a great game on both sides of the ball. Uh, offensively, Carson Collins was 29 of 47 for 426 yards and four touchdowns. And this is the first game all year 
that I can say definitively that Kobe got outplayed, you know, by the opposing quarterback. You know, and it's not always just the quarterback. You know, there's a lot of factors that go into it, but Carson was – he was really good last week, and I, I can't give anything but praise to him. Throwing for, for those 426 yards, four touchdowns, and no interceptions. Uh, and he spread that spread the love around, too. Uh, throwing to Jake Ivanelli, six for six catches, 129 yards, and a touchdown. Jacob Terwilliger had 11 catches for 116 yards and a touchdown. And Chase Van Wagner, the TCU commit, had six catches for 111 yards and a touchdown. That's the first time all year that we've seen three receivers have that big of a game, over 100 yards against this North 40 defense. And the one thing that me and Will talked about last week during the game, uh, you know, as Johnny Rainey had 26 carries for 108 yards. A lot of that, a couple of those came big carries late. So they really did a good job on him. And what me and Will talked about was the North 40 defense, their problem all year has been stopping the run. It hasn't been the pass game. They, they've been able to kind of control other teams' ability to pass the ball. It's always been the rushing game, you know, whether it's West Mesquite or Highland Park or uh, even Royce City had a pretty good running game against them. That's where they've had issues. But last week it was through the air, and I think there was a couple of things that really caught North 40 off guard that I haven't seen a whole lot of high school teams do. One of those being they ran a lot of crossing routes over the middle. And I just – it seems almost natural when you watch college and you watch pro that, you know, crossing routes are, hey, that's part of an offense. But when I stopped to think about it, I, was like, I just haven't seen that a whole lot. They really – and it caused problems for those, those linebackers across the middle of the field when they would cut, you know, and kind of lose them in traffic, basically. And Carson could just kind of sit back there and hit those as they got open across the middle of the field. And the other thing was they used the running back out of the backfield. Jai Rainey had four catches, and I think that kind of – that's a wrinkle that we don't see. You know, we saw one catch from Calvin in that game, the fourth game, third game of the year uh, here at Citibank, and we were like, whoa, what was that? And that's been the only time we've ever seen Calvin catch the ball out of the backfield. But they made it a point to get Jai Rainey on a couple of uh, screens, a couple of plays where he was the, the primary receiver on a flat. And those kind of those things really made them unique. And I think it really made North, gave North Forney trouble uh, in, in, in defending them. Yeah, you know, and you mentioned the crossing routes. You know, probably the only other team besides Wiley East that had a lot of uh, success offensively against North Forney has been Highland Park. We go back to that game. Now, a lot of theirs went to the outside, little out routes on the outside. You know, so it's kind of the same deal, kind of short passes, screen things and stuff, but it was to the outside. You know, so I agree that probably, you know, seeing that across the middle or something that they don't see a lot. You know, we use that some, especially with Barclay Ford. You know, and we see him find a lot of success on that across the middle of the field and those little slant type things, him playing that tight end wide receiver hybrid. So, but, you know, we, we were talking to some guys this week, and, you know, Falcon Spirit not there at Solman's Barbecue. We appreciate them letting us have that. We talked to Jordan and, and talking to some of those guys. And, and you know, they, they said, you know, you don't want that to happen at all. Loss is a, is a tough thing uh, anytime. But it's really provided uh, an opportunity for focus this week. And I was talking to Coach Mark Wall before the game, and he said, you know, we've had probably one of our better weeks of practice since we started. And, and you know, sometimes it takes a, a little speed bump to, to kind of refocus you sometimes. So I'm really excited and anxious to see how they rebound and, and uh, take on the Wranglers tonight. Well, and a loss, you know, last year a loss was kind of that was, – that was normal. <laughs> I mean, that was, that was old news. This year a loss for North Forney just doesn't – feel good. You know, I told Will at, right, in the post-game show, the Soul Man's Barbecue post-game show last week, I told him, I was like, man, I don't, I don't like this feeling. I forgot what this is almost <laughs> like. I don't I don't like losing. This isn't fun. This sucks. You know, and that's, I think that's kind of how the guys felt. And I, I was telling one of the coaches down the field before the game here tonight, I said, you know, I can only imagine how amped up and ready to go these players are and you guys are as a coaching staff because as a broadcaster, I, 
I want to get that losing feeling out of my stomach. I, I was ready for this game all week long because I wanted to get that feeling out of there and get another win, get back to winning. And that's me as a broadcaster. I, I've got a lot less invested than they do as players and coaches. I can only ima you know, imagine how really geared, geared up they are and how focused uh, on this game they are. And I think that's that happens with a loss, you know, especially a loss that you were projected to win and you played sloppy, almost like you kind of lost a little focus, like you were looking ahead uh, to West Mesquite, maybe even for any of the last couple of games. You know, Lovejoy is a tough opponent. I didn't give him any respect going into last week's game. Uh, you know, but as, a, as players and as coaches, you just can't let that happen, and, and they did last week. And I think, you know, like you said, talking to some of the coaches too, that they had a really good week of practice, probably the best, uh, one of the coaches said, the best practice they've had all year. You know, from week one, from preseason all the way to now. And that's kind of rare that you have that late in the season. A lot of times you kind of get that, that conundrum when you get to that point where you just kind of get, oh, you know, it's week eight, here we go, got another game coming up. I've been doing this for so long that your practice kind of start to drag out. Well, that's not what the vibe we got. That's not what we heard from the coaches. Like, no, they were on their own. They were focused. They didn't like losing last week. We didn't have to tell them, you know, how much that, that stunk and how, how bad that is and how important these next two games are. They knew it themselves. I think that shows the maturity of this team, too, knowing that, hey, that's not acceptable what happened last week. We, we, we were here to win games no matter who it's against, and we've got to refocus and, and get back in our groove. You know, and, and what a good week to do it. I know we'll talk about it a little bit after the break, but I do want to mention that that Lovejoy team has really been ruining some dreams this season, and it's really happened since they hit district. But one thing to take into account is that they got an offensive overhaul basically right when district – right as the district was starting with the, the quarterback who had been out five games. The running back, I believe, had been out the majority of the season. So you look and you're like, wow, I mean, you know, Lovejoy, you know, they were 0-5 or 0-3 or 4 going into the district. And then, wow, you know, they're starting they're, they beat Wiley East and they beat North Forney. But I think you do have to account that there were some changes, some, some personnel changes, you know. So not to take anything away from their win by no means, but – there's a little bit more than what was on paper, but again, you know, I think, you know, you don't want that to happen at any time. But I think it was a, you know, okay timing, especially because these games really start to count. I mean, this game and even next week, uh, there's some things riding on it playoff-wise. Well, and I talked to Coach Jackson too. You know, he he mentioned it, and we forget about it when you go on a three, four, or five game win streak. Like, you know, like North Forty has done at times this year. You know, you forget about it. it's a week to week game. You know, even as predictable as high school can be sometimes, you, you know, it seems like it is still a week-to-week -week game. When you get opponents, you're in a tough district. You have been the last couple of years. When you get on the when you go on the road to those guys and they get amped up and they've still got play. You know, and I didn't mention that before the game last week. You know, that Lovejoy, if they want to have any chance of making playoffs, they had to win that game last week, and they played like it too. And I think that's – I think North Forney needs to play like that tonight. You know, it was almost a given – Hey, this team's gonna make playoffs. They, you know, they beat Poteet. They're in a groove, man. It's gonna be. They might even have. They finished second in the district, you know. Well, I, because of that loss last week, that all of a sudden they got flipped, you know, on its head. And all of a sudden, you've got to play like you might not make the playoffs because the reality is, you lose these last two games and you won't. Well, and a lot's gonna go into uh, the the Poteet and Lovejoy game. Because really, those teams are, are going to be battling with North Forney for those two Division II spots, really. you got Highland Park and West Mesquite that pretty much locked up the Division I spots. Now, again, you know, if Poteet goes in, it might be a toss-up on, on which one will go Division I, whether it be West or, or Poteet. I don't know the numbers. 
my feeling is it'll be West, but, but I'm not sure. I don't know their enrollment numbers. So Lovejoy is now in the mix for sure, for especially for one of those Division II spots. So, um, yeah, you, you know, I think a lot's going to ride on that Lovejoy Petite game. Well, and just, and just so everybody knows, it's the top four uh, top four records in district. Regardless of size, it's top right. four records. And then one of those top four teams, the two biggest schools enrollment size go to Division One, and the two smallest schools – uh, of those four enrollment size, go Division Two. Right. North Forney is pretty much they're guaranteed Division Two. All this, all the other school. I mean, they're pretty much the smallest school in the district, regardless. I think there's is it Roy City who might have a couple less than them. I think yeah. it is. And so you're you're pretty much guaranteed that a bottom, you know, in the Division Two. No matter if you were to win district, you'd still be Division Two. Now we'll say that next week at the Uni Bowl, we will have a friend of mine that runs Texas Five A Sports, Texas Six A Sports on Twitter, Hayden Pounds. He will actually be up here with us in the booth. So uh, he might, I don't know if I'm, we're going to have him on the whole game or if he'll kind of peek, peek in here and there, but he'll actually be up here with us, and that's kind of a big deal because he lives, first of all, he lives out in Keller, and he covers schools mainly out there too. So for him to come all the way out to this side of town, you know, I've kind of been talking to him about 40, North 40, you know, all that, that big rivalry and really hammering home North 40 to him, and he's kind of getting on the bandwagon too. And he did kind of warn me, you know, and I, you know, who's Hayden? You know, who's Texas 5A? If you don't know, go follow, this guy. Go follow him because he does a great job. He's – Probably one of the most connected. He's got so many people that he knows that keeps him. Well, connected. used to work for Dallas Morning News, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And so they keep him connected to uh, to all of Texas, you know, high school sports. So he's really uh, hooked up as far as that. He's really engaged as far as all that goes. And he was the one telling me last week, "Hey, you know, watch out for Lovejoy. They're they're a tough team. You know, don't let their worker fool you." And I was like, "No, I told him that doesn't. We're gonna kill him. It's not even gonna be close. It's not even a game. Don't worry about it." I told him, I told him "Don't worry about it." And at the end of the game, I was like, no, nah, I blame you. That's your fault. <laughs> you jinxed it. <laughs> you jinxed us. So, no, he's definitely plugged in. And uh, he might even be kind of updating me as we go along this game with some playoff scenarios and some scores because, like you mentioned, that Lovejoy, uh, the lovejoy Poteet game is huge. And we actually – at first thought, I thought, well, man, we need Poteet to beat them. No, 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 actually it's Lovejoy that we need to beat them. Uh, so that would that, – because if, if Poteet beats Lovejoy, Lovejoy would have beaten us, and we had beaten Poteet. So it's all of a sudden a three-way tie. And, and so if Lovejoy will, beats Poteet, that's fine. Because you know, it takes Poteet, Poteet out completely yeah, exactly. out of the picture. It, it gives them an extra loss. So we're actually rooting for Lovejoy. But if Poteet wins, that's not the end of it for North Forney, and they're still in pretty good shape. Uh, from what I understand, a win tonight would lock up playoffs no. for North Forney. Uh, a loss tonight doesn't rule them out. And, it, in fact, it doesn't really give them a grim hope. If they lose tonight and they win next week, chances are they're in, barring something kind of crazy. Uh, they, they're, they're good on a three-way tie. What it would go to is point differential within those right. three teams. Right. So it would be between us, Lovejoy, and Poteet. And within our games, what's the point differential? We outscored Poteet by 12. We lost to Lovejoy by two. So, therefore, our, our point differential is 10. We're looking pretty good as far as right. that goes. And then, of course, we'll have to see how Poteet and, uh, and Lovejoy play out because right now Poteet, there would be negative 12. And, uh, and Lovejoy's only plus two, so we'll have to see how that plays out. But then well. you got Poteet and West Mesquite last week of the season while we're playing our Unity Bowl, and, and so, you know, that's going to be a big game as well. Yeah, it definitely will. Okay, well, let's take a quick break. When we get back, we will preview these West Mesquite Wranglers and see what it is, that, what makes them good, and what makes them roll. It's Wally and Jaren for KVY Sports, True Texas Radio. 
Rich, juicy smoked meats. That's the great taste of Texas. For over 40 years, Soul Man's Barbecue has been doing Texas proud. Serving mouth-watering ribs, beef, and sausage nestled up to our mama's sides. Or try our new Soul Bowl, Frito pie that's locked and loaded with smoked pork, sausage, beans, and more. Come in and get your soul full. Soul Man's Barbecue. With 15 Metroplex locations. Soulmans.com. Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. As temperatures cool, call Forney Air. Your hometown independent American Standard Air Customer Care dealer is here to make sure you stay comfortable. No matter the temperature outside, Forney Air can help. Give them a call at 214-924-9745 to schedule an appointment and let their expert technicians keep your system in tip-top condition. That number once again is 214-924-9745. That's Forney Air at 214-924-9745 or find them online at forneyairandheat.com. Hey y'all, this is Will Riggs and I want to tell you about Young Ideas, your dish-authorized retailer. At Young Ideas, they believe in the power of listening. They believe it so much that Dish is the first TV provider to partner with another great listener, Amazon Alexa. Now you can easily tell Alexa to do things like find your favorite show, search for movies, or play your team's game without ever touching a remote. To learn more, call Young Ideas today at 903-560-9150. We're local and tuned in to you. Restrictions apply. For full details, call Young Ideas at 903-560-9150. You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football. KFNY. True Texas Radio. Back at Citibank Stadium, the matchup between the Falcons and the Wranglers on senior night. It's Wally and Jaron for KFNY Sports True Texas Radio. Thanks for tuning in to the Soul Man's Barbecue pregame show where we have the Soul Man's Barbecue Spirit Night, Falcon Spirit Night from Soul Man's Barbecue every Monday night from 6.30 to 8.30. We'll be back out there again this Monday. If you haven't made it out there yet this year, come out there for Unity Bowl week. I mean, if you love your Falcons, make it out there for Unity Bowl week. Of course, that's at 590 Pinson Road, 6.30 to 8.30. So be sure to make it out there. The players are out there, some of the coaches, the fans. I mean, everybody makes it a big deal. So if you haven't made it out, try to make it out this week. So West Mesquite, of course, they're coming off a big win where they blew out. I believe it was. Let me find out for sure who that was before I go just talking all willy-nilly. Uh, West Mesquite, of course. It was Roy City, I, I believe. It was. You're right. It was Roy City. And so they got uh, – They've got a couple of guys that you really have to watch out for offensively, and one of those guys is the, is the running back senior. And I say running back, he runs running, he plays running back, he plays wide receiver, and that is Curtis Williams. He's got 117 carries on the year for almost 1,200 yards and 11 touchdowns. He's really just as every good as as good as our Calvin Rivera. He's basically their Calvin Rivera, uh, but he does a lot as a receiver too. He'll he'll mix in there at receiver. Uh, he's got 15 catches for 175 yards receiving and two more touchdowns. So he is definitely going to be their guy, uh, their big play guy to go to. They've also got another running back who's pretty good, and that's Tycorius Jordan, who's a sophomore. He's got 67 carries for 557 yards 
and four touchdowns. So it's not just him. Just like we've got Nate Miller, we've got Colby that can run. They've also got Tycorius Jordan. Uh, Connor Neal, they're not, they're not known as a big-time passing team, but he does have 1,200 yards, over 1,200 yards uh, passing. And a lot like Colby, he, his touchdown to interception ratio is, is among the best in all of the district and 18 touchdowns and just four interceptions. So West Mesquite can, can put up some numbers, but what really makes them special is their, is their, de, uh, their defense. That's, that's what gets them going on that side of the ball. The number one defense in the district coming into the, uh, this matchup. They've got 15 and a half sacks and six interceptions, so they can really cause some problems defensively uh, for your offense. So it would be a good matchup as North Forney has the number one offense in the district and West Mesquite has the number one defense in the district. So, you know, like you said, West Mesquite known for their defense, but they've been putting up some points. And so I, I really think the key for North Forney defensively is stacking the box, trying to cause as much havoc as you can at the line of scrimmage, force the quarterback to, to beat you through the air, force him to go downfield. Now, they got the athletes that can, that can receive that, but put some pressure on the quarterback, you know, stack the box up, you know, you know, I know they switched from the 4-3 a little bit last week and, and went to some three back to some three down linemen stuff I believe last week. But but you know having the four down linemen, you know, Barclay on the end, you know maybe even add some more personnel on the other end, uh, you know causing havoc on the line of scrimmage I think will be a big key for North Forney defensively. Well, and, and we talked about Curtis Williams and the player that he is. Uh, the coaches you know talking to, the, to them on the field before the game. You know, they had to kind of, they compared him to Corbin Johnson of Wiley East, and we saw what he did to uh, to, uh, to, the, to the Falcons earlier in the first district game of, of the year uh, when Corbin Johnson <laughs> rushed for over 300 yards and six touchdowns. Uh, I don't think that Curtis will have that kind of game just because, you know, our defense is playing a lot better than it was at that point. But they're the same type of player that if, if you give them open space, they will make you pay, and I think that's the key. It, you know, with Wiley East, with our 3-4 that we had at the time, Corbin was able to just, he would get five or six yards down the field or on the outside before anybody ever confronted him. And by then, he had so much space, he was got ahead of steam that he, he you weren't going to get a clean shot on him. And it's a lot of the same way with Curtis Curtis Williams. He's so quick, he's so electric, uh, can use a little bit of power that if you get let him get ahead of steam going, you're going to be in trouble. And you can't let him get that open space that you did with Corbin Johnson. I think that's going to be the key tonight for the Falcons' defense. Well, and that's where your fundamentals, especially your tackling drills, those type of things, being able to wrap him up, not letting him get much on the second and third effort is really going to uh, pay off. Now, also, when you're stacking the box, when you're loading the line of scrimmage, loading the box, that puts your defensive backs on the islands back there. So, uh, you know, guys like Chris Furlow and even, you know, um, Jordan Carroll's been playing some corner. you got some other guys, uh, Jaden Burrell, you know, that play back there some. You know, Derek Holt are really going to have to, you know, really rise up to the challenge of being on an island back there because they're going to have to put pressure on the line of scrimmage. So, again, like I said, that puts a lot of pressure on your guys in the defensive backfield. But I think this crew can do it. Yeah, that's what uh, last week they struggled with, you know, a lot of those over-the-middle passing, passing routes. I'll be curious to see if West Mesquite tries any of that tonight. Uh, last week against Wiley East, who they did beat 42-6, to uh, Curtis Williams had 105 yards rushing and a couple of touchdowns. Uh, but also Connor Neal, the quarterback, 16 of 20, so over 75% pass or 80% passing. 
uh, had 200 yards and four touchdowns, and he did that throwing it to a multitude of receivers. There were one, two, three, four, five guys who had over 20 yards receiving last week, and each one of them had at least two receptions. A couple of them had three, and even one had five. So he will spread it out. It's not a one-man show receiving. He'll get everybody involved, and that's what, like you mentioned, there's going to be guys on islands all night long, whether it be uh, Christopher Lowe or Kyle Hogwood, those guys. And if you're going to come up to try to stop the run, you're going to have to be able to cover on an island one-on-one -on, -one on the back end, and that'll be, like I said, that as far as stopping Curtis Williams, that'll be kind of be the other part of that as, as the game goes on. You know, forcing them to step out of their comfort zone, forcing them to rely on something that they're not used to relying on. And as you've said several times, Wally, the key to that is going to be stopping Curtis Williams. Well, and one of the – you know, I always like to kind of mention the, the North Florida stats as we enter the games because, you know, last week talking about the guys going in and, and they didn't have great – a lot of them didn't have great games. They weren't games they were accustomed to. Colby, uh, who had just three interceptions on the year going into last week, now he's got a couple more, unfortunately. He's got five on the year, but he still does have over 20 touchdowns, uh, 23 to be exact. He's got 1,700 yards to go along with that passing. Uh, and the, I think the big thing with him is Kobe can still run the ball. They, they, they used him 25 times on the ground last week. I mean, they just they kept using him, kept using him. I'd expect a lot of the same this week. You know, if, if that were to be their game plan, you know, with, with the North 40, you never know. Talking to some of the coaches, they really trust their game plan this week. They didn't kind of, they didn't let me in on what that is exactly. They said they trust their game plan going in. So, uh, you know, sometimes it, when teams think they're going to run the ball, they come out and pass. Sometimes when they think that they're going to pass, they come out and run. So it'd be interesting to see. It's really what North 40 wants to do because they can do anything. Well, they've surprised us and kept us on our toes all season. You know, and, and they they know, you know, Coach Jackson and his staff and the players are, are very much pride themselves on a week-by-week, brick-by-brick, nameless, faceless op opponent deal, which is incredible, and I think it's a, a key part of their success. But they've known since uh, way before the season that this was going to be a big game. And as the season has progressed more and more, they've known that this is going to be a big game, and especially as their offense – has become, you know, developed such an identity even throughout the state. Now, West Mesquite's defense developed such an identity throughout the state. They've got some Power Five guys on that defense, some Division One, even some Power Five guys committed on the defensive side for West Mesquite. So those guys aren't no joke. Well, I mean, the West Mesquite, they're no stranger to having some big time recruits, some big time talent go through there. Of course, a lot of people know a couple years ago, Trayvon Boykin came from West Mesquite. He actually came a little bit after I got done playing them, thankfully. Uh, but, of course, he went to TCU, was a star for them, and now he's the backup quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks up there. So they're no stranger to having some big-time talent come through, and I think right now a lot of that big-time talent is on the defensive side of the ball, and that's where, you know, it's going to be fun to watch as, as this game goes on. Uh, of course, a couple of things, other things I wanted to talk about as far as stats go. Of course, I said Kobe with his rushing. He's got over 400 yards rushing, 11 touchdowns. He's so good on the ground once he gets inside the red zone. And Calvin Robert, 140 carries for 1,132 yards and 15 touchdowns. And that's what, you know, I really want to see Calvin get going again against this tough defense. It'll be tough. It'll be hard to do. But, I mean, I think that'll be a key. If they can get the ground game going, that we've seen it before. It opens up the offense. It just makes it so hard to stop. They can beat you with one or the other, but when they've got both going, they're just so hard to stop. And uh, even against a good West Mesquite defense, if they can get one of those two, one of those – 
if both of them get going, it, it could be really dangerous for the for the Wranglers at that point. And Calvin's such a tough runner too. There's one one guy through West Mesquite that that I think probably one of the best guys they've had come through there. You know, uh, very dynamic that we forgot to mention, and that was Will Riggs. I mean, I'm telling you, <laughs> you know, that guy really changed things uh, at West Mesquite. You know, he's one of the Wranglers. I think he's probably in the Wrangler Hall of Fame. So definitely we would be remiss if we didn't mention the infamous Will Riggs that came through West Mesquite. I'm upset that I didn't come up with that one. That That's some gold, Jaron. That's that's some gold right there. <laughs> and, of course, anybody that doesn't know, Will is the owner of KFNY Sports. He's the owner of True Texas Radio. Uh, great guy. He, you know, he's, he was up here. He, if you listen to the game last week, he was up here with me in the booth uh, for last week's game. And we like to always kind of mess with Will and give him a hard time because I'm sure he'll let us know on the uh, – on the text toy line or on Twitter. Or he, he might even just straight up text us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, really? Oh, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> but, yeah, that's yeah. he is from West Mesquite, and he doesn't – I don't know if he's too proud of it either <laughs> to take another shot. But, uh, but yeah, mentioning the text toy line, it's the Young Ideas Dish Satellite text toy line, and you can text in all game long. We'll read them on air as you text in. Do you want to give a shout-out to somebody, a player, or uh, maybe a band member, drill team, anybody? you want to give them a shout-out, we'll, we'll get to those as we get a chance. Uh, if you have any questions about the game, about the matchup, or about maybe playoffs going forward or anything like that, uh, or just any comments about the broadcast and how it's going and what you think of it, feel free to text in. That number is 469-355-0362. Once again, that number is 469-355-0362. It's the Young Ideas Dish Satellite text toy line, and we will have that up all game long. So why don't we take one more quick break, and when we get back, hopefully it'll be time for kickoff live from City Bank Stadium's The Soul Man's Barbecue pregame show with Wally and Jaron on KFY Sports True Texas Radio. Rich, juicy, smoked meats. That's the great taste of Texas. For over 40 years, Soul Man's Barbecue has been doing Texas proud, serving mouth-watering ribs, beef, and sausage nestled up to our mama's sides. Or try our new Soul Bowl, Frito pie that's locked and loaded with smoked pork, sausage, beans, and more. Come in and get your soul full. Soul Man's Barbecue. With 15 Metroplex locations, soulmans.com. Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. As temperatures cool, call Forney Air. Your hometown independent American Standard Air Customer Care dealer is here to make sure you stay comfortable. No matter the temperature outside, Forney Air can help. Give them a call at 214-924-9745 to schedule an appointment and let their expert technicians keep your system in tip-top condition. That number once again is 214-924-9745. That's Forney Air at 214-924-9745 or find them online at ForneyAirAndHeat.com. Hey y'all, this is Will Riggs and I want to tell you about Young Ideas, your dish-authorized retailer. At Young Ideas, they believe in the power of listening. They believe it so much that Dish is the first TV provider to partner with another great listener, Amazon Alexa. Now you can easily tell Alexa to do things like find your favorite show, search for movies, or play your team's game without ever touching a remote. To learn more, call Young Ideas today at 903-560-9150. We're local and tuned in to you. Restrictions apply. For full details, call Young Ideas at 903-560-9150. 
You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. Back with the Soul Man's Barbecue pregame show. The, uh, the clock is ready for us to start. We're here in just a minute. We will have the national anthem. We'll bring that to you. Both teams have made their way to the sideline. Uh, it's kind of one of those games, Jaron, you can feel the atmosphere. You can kind of feel the electricity in the air. It's a big game. Now, I do wonder where West Mesquite's fans are. Are they not, going, they not interested in the games or what? That's, I have to say, you know, being used to the North Pointy crowds on the other side when we're at away games, that West Mesquite crowd just doesn't doesn't compare. Especially to a, for a program that's you know, been good for a long time. So, uh, yeah, I agree. Well, a little surprising. But, and it, and uh, it's, not like, it's not like North Pointy isn't. You know, that's, you know they're, they're only, what, 15 minutes yeah, away it's not pretty a bad much. Drive. Yeah, it's not. They're pretty close. You would think that this would be a lot better turnout for West Mesquite's crowd. Maybe they're just getting here late. Yeah, you know, maybe they're walking across the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, maybe they parked way back there like they tried to make me do. And I said, <laughs> no, not going to happen. I'm the Wally. Who are you kidding, right? <laughs> I tried it. It didn't work. I had to, I had to sneak around them. <laughs> okay, so once again, going into this game, a win tonight from what I understand. Actually, let's go ahead and get to the national anthem. That's about to come up. I don't want to talk over that for sure. Anthem brought to you by the North Forney Choir. I'm not sure what their choir name is, but that is the North Forney Choir, and they're pretty awesome at what they do, too. So with that, that means it's time for football, Jaron. And we just saw that North Forney won the toss, and they have elected to receive, which means only one thing. They are ready to play offense. They want to get the ball, and they want to move it. That's, that's you know, usually the teams will, if they win the toss, they'll, like, they'll defer and uh, usually receive the ball in the second half. North Forney, Coach Jackson wanted to get the offense out there onto the field. And I think after last week's just kind of a sloppy game, I think whatever game plan they have, and we'll see it here in just a second, they want to get out there and they want to get it done early. And like I was telling you kind of off air, if their defense goes out there to start the game and you have an offensive game plan, well, depending on what happens in that first possession, you might not want to be in the position to play whatever – you know, cards you had in your hand. But if you get the ball first, it's it's fair game. You can do anything you want at that point. You know, I think it, it does several things. For one, they can put their stamp on the game quick. You know, and two, if you can put uh, the West Mesquite defense on their heels, 
uh, you know, early on, I think that's really going to be a big thing. So if you can start punching him in the throat real quick, that could be a big-time factor in the game. Back deep to receive for North Forney, number 20, Corey Johnson, and number four, Corey Mayfield, Jr., both standing at about their own five-yard line just outside of each hash. Of course, West Mesquite will be kicking off from the 40-yard line. West Mesquite in their all-whites with black numbers with black helmets. And North Forney in their all-blacks with blue numbers with the white trim. Of course, their black helmets with the, the chrome falcon wing on each side. And the kick is away. It's going to be fielded just inside the five-yard line by Mayfield Jr. He'll turn around and fake the reverse. Gets outside his 10, cuts out the field. Got a little room to run across the 20 to 30. He's got a lot of room to run. The 50. He's got one man to beat the 40. The 30. 20. 10. And it's going to be a North 40 touchdown. What about the offensive game plan? It's a special teams touchdown to start the game. The Falcons. Wow. What a play. What a way to start the game. Incredible effort there. Great block and especially come along the 30, 40 yard line. Incredible job there. A 98 yard kickoff return for a touchdown for the Falcons thanks to Corey Mayfield Jr. And that's really the biggest, the first big play return the Falcons have had all year long. And it's, it's happened to them a couple times this year. And finally, they get one of their own. And we'll have to wait at least another series for the Falcons offense to come out and show whatever game plan they had. Well, best way to cripple the defense of West Mesquite is not to let them on the field. And a bad snap low on the extra point attempt. Colby has to jump on it. So they will, that will be no good. So the score is 6-0 Falcons with just 16 seconds played. You're listening to KFMY Sports, True Texas Radio. Your next new car is waiting for you at Musser's Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell. All About Floors is a proud sponsor of the 40 community. Call and set up your free estimate whether you need a new shower, new carpet, or new wooden floors. Give All About Floors a call. Pets? Kids? No problem. All About Floors can help you choose the right product for your busy family and all your flooring needs. Call All About Floors today at 972-564-5533. That's 972-564-5333. Or find us online at allaboutfloorsandmore.com. All About Floors says, Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. So we're used to the Falcons scoring in less than a minute, right around a minute most times. Well, this is an all-time record for them, 16 seconds. And thanks, and that is, of course, thanks to the Corey Mayfield Jr. 98-yard touchdown return on the kickoff. And now they will kick it off to, to West Mesquite. And they're going to try a little bit of a squib. It's going to bounce. Gets to the 35. It's just a high bounce picked up by West Mesquite. Returning across the field is number 11. He's going to cut up at the 40. He's got a little room to run. Trying to get out to midfield, and he does. And that was Alex Perkins on the return. And so West Mesquite will have good field position as they start out on the North 40, 49-yard line with their first possession trailing 6 to nothing. He slipped a tackle about on his own 25-yard line, and I thought they were going to get him down, but he was able to kind of elude that and get some space right around the 35-yard line and get to the outside. So not a bad run. So it's got uh, the Wranglers at pretty good field position, like he said. Connor Neal, the quarterback, number seven, 
for West Mesquite. And of course, the running back, Curtis Williams, number six. They're in lineup in the pistol formation as Williams is behind Neal in the shotgun. He'll turn it, hand it off to Williams. Williams around the right side, gets upended, but he does have about five on the play down to the 44 of North Forney, and it'll bring up second down and five. Of course, uh, North Forney's defense will be start out in that 4-3 defense with Barclay Ford at one defensive end position and Cliff Funderburk at the other. And you know what, a, a big-time adjustment. Willie Thomas, who's usually the middle linebacker, he's played defensive tackle in that four-man front because Devin Beeman is out with an ankle injury. So Willie Thomas, that's an interesting little twist. He'll be playing defensive tackle. Another handoff to Williams around the left side. Breaks away from one tackle, spins, trying to spin out of another, couldn't do it. But he does have enough for the first down as he gets down to the 37. I tell you, he is quick. He's able to get laterally extremely fast. And so, that's, again, like I said in pregame, the tackling drills are really going to play a big part tonight. Two receivers to the right and one to the left. The ball's on the left hash. It's first and 10 from the 38 of the Falcons. And the shotgun is Neal. He'll take the snap. He'll fake it. Now he throws out to the left. It's complete there. And Hogwood there for the tackle after a gain of five. The pass is complete to Alex Walker. It was a great toe up there by Hogwood. Wrapped him up, didn't give him anything. And Kyle Hogwood will toe up with anybody on the field. Well, that's one of the adjustments they've made is moving Kyle, uh, moving Hogwood from safety to play corner. And Carroll, who plays a lot of receiver, is the backup quarterback. He's been playing a lot of cornerback on the outside as they move Casey Cornelius to one of the linebackers. Neil fakes the run again, throws it out wide to the right, and it's above the hands of Alex Perkins. So that's going to bring up a third, a big third down as it's third and six for the Wranglers. I believe they're going to get it to Curtis Williams here. They're going to try to get it to him. He's their big player, but this would be a big stop for the Falcon defense if they can uh, keep the Wranglers here from converting. Well, and filling in for Willie Thomas at middle linebacker as, Tom, as Willie comes and plays defensive tackle is number 22, Galen Brown. And we've seen him make some pretty good plays this year when he's been in there. Uh, this is be his first time to get a big opportunity with Devin Beeman being out and Willie Thomas filling in. A receiver in motion for right to left. They pitch it forward to him at the 35, puts his head down. He's going to run out of bounds for almost no gain, and that's going to bring out fourth and six. You know, surprising play call there. Not just the personnel choice, but even the run itself was a little surprising. But a good job by the defense for sniffing it out and not being fooled by it. Cliff Funderburg did a good job from that right defensive or that left defensive end spot to kind of string that one out. They weren't able to get him hooked, and he made that string out. Fourth and six from the North 40, 34-yard line. Neal looks to the sideline to get the play call now. He's got three receivers set up on the right side and one to the left. Williams is the running back to the right side of Neal in the shotgun. Ball's on the left hash. Neal takes the snap. He draws back. He's looking back to throw it to Williams. He catches it. Trying to make one from tackle. He does. He's got the first down. He's still on his feet. Inside the 20, puts his head down, breaks a tackle, all the way down to the 16-yard line. And it looked like they were going to get him short. It was a nice play call there from West Mesquite to set Williams up with the screen in a first down for West Mesquite. He's slippery, man, I tell you. Uh, some opportunities there to bring him down, but he's so elusive. And now you know why he's one of the best in this area. A lot like Corbin Johnson, except he's got a little more power to him. He's, he's already broken a couple tackles with some power. They're going to throw this one out into the flat, and it's incomplete. And they're going to say this is a forward pass incomplete, not, not a lateral pass. So that's going to bring up second down and 10. They were trying to set up a wide receiver screen to that side. The intended receiver was number 20, Ladarian Lawson. So anything they've tried outside of giving it to Williams hasn't succeeded. So that's what we talked about before the game. If you can force them to do things they're not comfortable in, and that gives you a good chance. 
So it brings up second down and 10, ball on the Falcons 16-yard line. The Falcons lead six to nothing with 8.53 to play in the first, thanks to a 98-yard kickoff return from Corey Mayfield Jr. They're gonna hand it off to Williams. He'll take it around the left side. Gets inside the 10-yard line, finally taken down as he gets to the seven. And that'll be about a yard short of the first down. I'm gonna bring up third and short. You know, he's not getting that second level of penetration, really. You know, they're able to contain him within about eight, seven yards, which uh, a running back that elusive, I mean, that, that's, that's a good thing. Hawkins would love to get a stop here as they try to strengthen inside the red zone, inside the 10-yard line in the pistol formation. Neil takes the snap, fakes the handoff. He's going to roll out to his right. He's looking. He's going to throw. Almost picked off. A dangerous throw in the end zone intended for Alex Perkins in coverage there was uh, looks like number 14. I think that's De La Haas. Yeah, well, you had Derek Holt was a big part of that. He's who came down on it. And you also had number 21, Roby Robertson there. And it looks like West Mesquite is going to bring out the kicking team to try a field goal here as they're just a yard from making a first down, but it is fourth down, so I thought West Mesquite would go for that. Especially with Curtis Williams, who's done, you know, got yards. A 24-yard field goal. The kick is up. And it does look to be good, and it is. So with 8.18 to play in quarter number one, it's the Falcons six, the Wranglers nothing. It's Wally and Jaren for KVY Sports, True Texas Radio. Hello, Goonville, Texas. This is Tracy Gray of Guest and Gray Attorneys at Law. Hard work, determination, teamwork. These traits are the backbone of any successful organization. These words also describe this year's North Forney Falcons football team. That is why everyone at Guest and Gray supports Coach Randy Jackson and the Goons. We also wish the best of luck this school year to all North Forney educators, students, and parents. Go Falcons! Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. Be sure to download our free mobile app, now available on iTunes and Google Play. This is KFNY, True Texas Radio. 8.18 to play in the first. West Mesquite will kick this one off. And it's going to go out of bounds as it gets inside the 15-yard line. So we'll inside the 15-yard line. So we'll get a flag on the play there. And North Forney will start out with good field position. I guess they didn't want to kick it off to Corey Mayfield Jr. again. <laughs> Definitely didn't want to make that mistake again. But, you know, also, too, you know, we were talking off air that, you know, it's really surprising that they went for the kick, but that does show faith in your defense. You know, when you'll, hey, you'll take a sure three or an almost guaranteed three and let your defense do their job. Well, with the way that Curtis Williams was running the ball on that drive, every time they gave it to him, it was a good five, six, seven-yard game. And they had it at third and one. They chose to pass it on third down and then had a fourth and one and chose to kick the field goal instead of trying to go for it. So it's a 6-3 Falcons lead. Falcons will start out on their own 30-yard line. Colby in at quarterback. And the shotgun drops back. He's looking. He's got a man deep. It's Jordan Carroll. And it's going to be overthrown. He had a step to the inside. If he could have let him a little bit more inside, that's a rare miss throw from Colby, and that will bring up second down and 10. You know, Jordan had the coverage beat, you know, probably by about four yards or so. The ball was just a, a tad overthrown. Kobe takes the snap. He's looking, looking. 
And now he's going to take off and run, and he's going to be tackled. And backfield loses the ball. It's a fumble, and it's picked up by Wes Mesquite, and he's going to stroll into the end zone for a turnover. But we do have a flag on the play. And then we got another late flag on the play. We got a flag right in the middle of the field, right at the line of scrimmage, and then a late flag as one of the West Mesquite defenders shoved Colby to the ground. So that's going to be a 15-yard penalty, but that one will be after the play. So we'll have to see what the first flag was for. If it's holding, that, unfortunately, that turnover for a touchdown will stand as that was Darian Forge who picked up the loose ball and ran it back to the end zone for a touchdown. But let's wait and see what the flag is. Yeah, Drake Trion came over and just shoved Kobe, um, and they were removed from the play. The refs are talking with some of the North 40 coaches. Let's see what it is. Like I said, if, it, if the first flag is on us, that touchdown will stand for West Mesquite. And the personal foul play would probably be in, in, enforced on the kickoff. So, yeah, well after the play was over, after West Mesquite had scored the touchdown on the fumble return, Colby was just kind of standing in the middle of the field and he just gets a two-hand shove right to the chest. And then it wasn't one of those flops. He got a pretty good yeah. shove for no reason. And Cheatham holds his hands up like, what did I do? I mean, they, they were ten, a good plus ten yards removed from the play. So we've got holding was the first flag on North Forney. That will be declined because that will give West Mesquite the touchdown. And then after the play, a personal foul on West Mesquite. And that will probably be enforced on the kickoff. So with that return, that's going to make it 9-6. to six. Wranglers on top with the extra point coming up. And you can already tell from the West Mesquite sideline that uh, – their fans might not have turned out for this game, but West Mesquite sure did. This is a game that they definitely want to win. And you can see, you can tell just by the, the excitement and the, the intensity level on their side of the field. So West Mesquite lining up for the extra point after the fumble turnover from Colby Suits that was picked up and ran in for a touchdown. On the second play of offense for the Falcons. Snaps good, holds good, kick is up. And it is also good. So it's 10 to 6. Wranglers lead with 757 in the first. You're listening to KFY Sports True Texas Radio. Do you ever just want to get away or celebrate an event? Well, look no further. Christy Lynn Travel can help you achieve those dreams and help you make memories that will last you a lifetime. Christy Lynn Travel is a full-service travel agency right here in Forney, but her five-star service has her servicing clients from all over the country. So don't try to do it all yourself. Take your travel needs to the expert who will take care of you. Christy Lynn Travel. Call 469-878-4248 or email christy at christylyntravel.com. If your roof is sustained, hail, wind, or any storm damage, call the professional roof experts at Maximum Construction and Restoration. They are experts in roof repair or complete roofing system replacements, and they're locally owned and operated and fully insured. We will be glad to guide you through the insurance claim process. As our customer, you can choose from our wide selection of shingles that are guaranteed to last. Call 469-595-6059 today for your free roof inspection, or find us online at MaximumConstructionTX.com. Your roofer is your life. Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. Ten to six to score here. The Wranglers lead midway through the first quarter as they're kicking off from their own 25-yard line thanks to the personal foul. Corey Johnson will take it. He'll get it, hand it to Corey Mayfield Jr. He'll get out across the 40-yard line 
So good field position for the Falcons as they try to answer back after the Wranglers scored on the fumble return. And of course, one of the scores that we're keeping an eye on uh, in the district that has a lot of significance to the Falcons is the Lovejoy Poteet game. Of course, we're rooting for Pot or, uh, Lovejoy because we, uh, if, if Poteet wins, that will create a three-way tie for that fourth playoff spot. Uh, actually, for the third and fourth playoff spot. But if Lovejoy wins, that pretty much that puts Poteet in a huge hole. And it wouldn't be a three-way tie because Reformy's also got the win over Poteet. Probably the first time since Jackson was there that they hadn't made the playoffs. I, I'm just guessing. but Kobe takes a snap. He draws back. He's looking over the middle. He's got Jordan Carroll into the 30, and it's knocked away. A great defensive play by Logan Jackson as Carroll was streaking down the middle of the field, and Jackson got there just in time to knock it away from him. I tell you, I mean, that was a uh, <laughs> perfect throw. Uh, again, like you said, Wally, just good coverage there. Colby again in the shotgun. He'll take the snap. Nate Miller's the running back. Colby's got some time to throw. He'll look. He'll throw to Jackson Annals a little high and through his hands as he was at the 50-yard line, and that's going to bring up third and 10 for this Falcons offense that's struggled so far. They have not moved the ball at all, but this being their second possession with a turnover on their first. One receiver to the far left and two to the right. Colby takes the snap, draws back. He's going to be flushed out of the pocket. Rolling out to his right. He's going to look. He's going to throw. It's complete to Jane Burrell. But he's going to be short of the first down by about four yards, maybe even five, as he gets out to the 47-yard line. And North Forney will have a decision. But Coach Jackson will have to make it. And he's going to send out the punt team. North Forney's offense struggling here to start out in their first two possessions, one a turnover, and one being the other a three and out. They do have six points thanks to the kickoff return to start the game from Mayfield Jr. But they're often struggling to get going, and West Mesquite's defense flexing its muscles early on. It's going to be a big opportunity for them to really pin West Mesquite down in their own territory. Carroll will be doing the kicking duties. He'll have the gunner from his left go far out. It's a fake up the middle. Kevin Ribeiro takes it off the direct snap, spins away from a defender still on his feet, spins away from another one, all the way down to the 30-yard line, and, of course, it's a big first down on the fake punt and a big gutsy call from Coach Jackson and the Falcons. And I'll tell you, Coach Jackson sold that more than anybody because I was watching him when he was making the decision on fourth down, and he looked like he was frustrated, took his headset off like, man, he's being forced to punt. So he had me fooled, that's for sure. Coach Jackson is not a rookie. <laughs> yeah. he's, uh, he's been around the block a few times, and a big play for the Falcons special teams. And Colby back out onto the field. He'll turn and hand it off to Nate Miller. He's looking up the middle. He gets wrapped up as he tries to spin away. He'll gain... Maybe three on the play? No, they're going to say right at the line of scrimmage. I was looking at the other ref who was breaking something up. That's how they had Nate Miller as the running back in the backfield, and two H-backs, one on either side. Now they're going to move those two H-backs to the right side. Ball's in the right hash, a receiver to each side of the offense as well. Second down and 10, ball the West Mesquite 30-yard line after the fake punt conversion from Calvin Rivera. Colby looking for the snap. He'll get it. He's going to turn and hand it off to Miller. Miller puts his head down. He's going to gain a couple on the play down to the 28, just a gain of two when it's all said and done. And that's going to bring up a third and eight now from their West Mesquite 28-yard line with under six and a half to play in the first quarter as the Falcons trail six, 10 to six. Four down territory, though, I believe, for the Falcons. Yeah, if you're going to run a fake punt in your own territory, then you're definitely going to want to go for it <laughs> all four downs when you're inside their own, when in their 30. Kobe's in the shotgun. Miller to his right in the backfield. He'll turn and hand it off to Miller again. He's got a little space to run. Cuts it up. He's got the first down inside the 20-yard line. And a big third down run for a first from Nate Miller, who's getting some early run here in this game. You know, usually we see Nate come in in the second half of the games, but 
switching things up a little bit. As we said, they're known for their surprises and putting in the junior Nate Miller in to take care of all the running duties. Kobe looking at the sideline to get the call. And that was kind of the, I think, if I remember correctly, that was the case last week. Miller came in the first, for the first possession of the game, and then Calvin came in quite a bit after that. Kobe looking for the snap. He'll get it. He'll turn, hand it off to Miller again. He tries to shimmy away from one tackle at the line of scrimmage, but he couldn't do it. And making that play was Darian Forge, the guy who picked up the fumble and returned it for a touchdown, who came up to make that play. Now, with, you know, they're sticking with the running game so far. That should open some things up, especially on the outsides. Second down and 10, ball on the 18-yard line. Kobe in the shotgun, takes the snap, drops back. He's looking, he's looking, and he's going to be sacked in the backfield. Ball comes out again, but Kobe's able to pick it up this time as it bounces right back into his lap. Coming off that left defensive end spot was number two, David Coleman, and he was pretty much untouched. There was a, some kind of missed assignment on that side, and Kobe had to kind of hesitate a little bit downfield, the coverage downfield. I believe that's who they call Day-Day. See, a lot of these guys, a lot of the North Florida guys have played with the Mesquite guys, you know, in peewee football and stuff, and he's a player to watch. Kobe having to step up in the pocket. He's got a man downfield. It's overthrown, but we have a flag on the play, and we're going to pass interference on West Mesquite. The ball is just a little bit overthrown, but it was probably because Carroll was held as he tried to break away from the coverage. Definitely impeded his path to the ball. Coach Jackson is not happy with the blocking. Is one of the West Mesquite defenders again was almost able to get to Kobe. Kobe did a nice job of stepping up the last minute, the last second, stepping up in the pocket to avoid that defender and make the throw. Coach Jackson not happy with that as he sends somebody else in there. It looks like number, number 37 for the Falcons will come in and play a little H-back. Yeah, it was Michael Kors in the H-back position. He's really done a great job since they uh, put him a part of the offense. Chiapuzio will come in and replace him. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Miller still the running back to Kobe's right in the shotgun, and we're going to have whistles before this play starts. I don't see any flags. So let's see what it is. And the refs are going to point at each other, and we're going to run a play again, I guess. I guess it looks like the chains, maybe the chains weren't set before they let that play, right before they let that play start. So it's first and 10 from the 14-yard line. Kobe's going to turn, hand it off to Miller. He's going to cut up in the middle of the field. He's inside the 10, almost down to the 5. They'll mark him at the 6. And that'll be just a couple yards short, two yards, in fact, two yards short of a first down, and they're back to the line of scrimmage quickly. Kobe will turn, hand it off to Miller. He's inside the 5, breaks away, spins from another one, and finally wrapped up by a couple of Wranglers but never taken down. And we've got a West Mesquite player down at the 5-yard line. That was a, a big Barry Sanders move. You know, we talked week one, I believe, uh, to Nate Miller, who idolizes Barry Sanders, and that was very Sanders-esque and how he did that spin move to the outside. He's quick and shifty, very quick and shifty, and that's what makes him so dangerous. So as a player down the field, why don't we go ahead and take a break? 3.58 to play in the first quarter. West Mesquite leads 10-6, but North 40 has it first and goal from the three. We'll be right back here on KFY Sports, True Texas Radio. Your next new car is waiting for you at Musser Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell. 
All About Floors is a proud sponsor of the 40 community. Call and set up your free estimate whether you need a new shower, new carpet, or new wooden floors. Give All About Floors a call. Pets? Kids? No problem. All About Floors can help you choose the right product for your busy family and all your flooring needs. Call All About Floors today at 972-564-5533. That's 972-564-5333. Or find us online at allaboutfloorsandmore.com. All About Floors says, Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. They're going to make it third and one now. Kobe's going to keep this one. He's going to fall ahead on the uh, the read option. He'll fall down to the one-yard line, so that will make it first and goal. The game clock hasn't started yet. It shows 348 on the – now they'll run it. First and goal. Kobe's going to keep it again, and he's got the touchdown up the middle. And the Falcons have scored and answered back. He was able to just kind of prance through there. A good misdirection there. Great job, and Falcons back ahead. And what a what a big drive from the Falcons there. It looked like they were going to stall out uh, right before they got to midfield as it was fourth and about five, fourth and almost six maybe. And they call a fake punt, direct snap to Rivera, who's the up back in the punt formation. He runs it for about 30 yards, a big first down all the way to the 30-yard line, and then they're able to punch it in from there. The extra point kick is up, and it is good. So that makes it 13-10, Falcons on top. 3.39 to play in the first quarter. It's KFY Sports, True Texas Radio. Hello, Goonville, Texas. This is Tracy Gray of Guest and Gray Attorneys at Law. Hard work, determination, teamwork. These traits are the backbone of any successful organization. These words also describe this year's North Forney Falcons football team. That is why everyone at Guest and Gray supports Coach Randy Jackson and the Goons. We also wish the best of luck this school year to all North Forney educators, students, and parents. Go Falcons! Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. Be sure to download our free mobile app, now available on iTunes and Google Play. This is KFNY, True Texas Radio. Onside kick from North Forney. The ball's up in the air. It's picked up by the Falcons. It looked like Glenn De La Haas who went up high to get it. And the Falcons have the ball again on the onside kick. That's why you have wide receivers on your hands team there. An incredible job. A West Mesquite guy had it, but Glenn just showed that he wanted it more. Came down with the ball. That could be huge. And you have to definitely give credit to the kicker, Carlos Rodriguez. And they spend time down before the game. I get to watch them. And they spend time practicing that onside kick specifically, getting the right bounce at the right length. And that was perfectly done as it really rode up on the uh, the Wrangler the Wrangler guy that was down there. And it bounced straight up in the air off of him. Kobe gets it. He's going to throw it to the left, setting up a wide receiver screen to Baral. He's kind of got to dance to get some movement. He's, he's really going to make something out of it because he looked like he had nothing. A gain of five on the play as he was almost brought down for a no gain. That brings up second down and five. Falcons now at the West Mesquite 41-yard line. Kobe in the shotgun. Rivera now is the running back in the backfield. 
He's got one receiver to the left and three to the right in a bunch formation. Kobe's going to fake the handoff, throw out to Baral. It's another wide receiver screen. He's got some room to run inside the 40, trying to break away from a tackle. Dives ahead inside the 35. And we've got some extracurricular activities and no flags. Pretty interesting. As Barclay Ford, <laughs> Barclay Ford and Logan Jackson kind of getting into it a little bit. Jordan Carroll comes over there to help out. West Mesquite's chippy. I'll give them that. They've, that's a couple of times already. That, and that probably should have been a flag there on West Mesquite as well. But it's a first down for North Forney either way. No harm done. And we're going to have whistles here. And they're going to say bump the play clock up. But, you know, if you can rattle that defense too, though. You know, obviously they're getting in their head. If you can rattle that defense, that's a good thing. So now they're running a bunch formation. They started out on the left. They came to the right the last play. Now they're back to the bunch formation on the left side with three receivers, and they're going to run it this time. Calvin Bear cuts up the middle of the field around the right side. Now bounces it back out to the outside. Inside the 15-yard line, finally gets brought down. A big run for a first down for Calvin Ribera. <laughs> North Forney's own version of a slippery running back, I tell you. There are a lot of West Mesquite guys that put their hands on him, but he was able to elude that. Back to the line of scrimmage quickly again. The bunch formation of three receivers to the left. It's the far side of the field. No tight end. They're going to hand it off to Ribeiro. Around the right side again. He's got room to run inside the 10. Puts his head down. He does get ridden out as he crosses the five down to the four-yard line. Another tough run from Ribeiro. And we got a flag on the very far side of the field near the line of scrimmage. Let's see what that is. As it stands right now, it's down to the four-yard line, which would make it second down and two. We're going to have, it looks like, illegal procedure, false start on the Falcons. So that play will be negated and back him up five. And that's early to say that's a killer. But, man, the momentum that you had going, that, that hurts. That's, that's a tough one. Especially against this defense. You don't want to go backwards. And it's 10 to nothing as Lovejoy leads Poteet, as we talked about some of the games that we need to go uh, North Forney's way to kind of help them out a little bit. They are still in control of their own destiny. They win the last two games this week and next week. They are in no matter what. Uh, but they could get some help out if Lovejoy beats Poteen. They're beating 10-0 right now as they in, approach the end of the first quarter. That would really help North Forney out, avoiding a three-way tie. Kobe draws back. He's got time to throw. He throws it. It's complete to Jordan Carroll, breaking the tackle at the 10-yard line. He's got a blocker set up. He's got the touchdown, and the Falcons score again. I tell you, that connection between those two guys, we talked about it last season, incredible guys, great athletic play there by Jordan Carroll. And a nice block on that far side of the field inside the five-yard line by Jaden Brawl. It was Carroll who came on the crossing route over the middle of the field. Colby put that right on the money. He was able to loot a tackler outside the 10-yard line and then pick up that nice block from Brawl inside the five. And we'll see what North Forney does here as they line up for the extra point. And they are. It, looks, it does look like they're going to kick this one. Snaps good. Kick is up and good. And so that makes it 20-10. to 10. Falcons lead with 2.22 to play in the first. You're listening to KFY Sports, True Texas Radio. Do you ever just want to get away or celebrate an event? Well, look no further. Christy Lynn Travel can help you achieve those dreams and help you make memories that will last you a lifetime. Christy Lynn Travel is a full-service travel agency right here in Forney, but her five-star service has her servicing clients from all over the country. So don't try to do it all yourself. Take your travel needs to the expert who will take care of you. Christy Lynn Travel. Call 469-878-4248 or email christy at christylintravel.com. 
If your roof is sustained hail, wind, or any storm damage, call the professional roof experts at Maximum Construction and Restoration. They are experts in roof repair or complete roofing system replacements, and they're locally owned and operated and fully insured. We will be glad to guide you through the insurance claim process. As our customer, you can choose from our wide selection of shingles that are guaranteed to last. Call 469-595-6059 today for your free roof inspection or find us online at MaximumConstructionTX.com. Your roofer is your life. Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. Kickoff coming up here for North Forney. They had an onside kick recovered the last time out. They, they lead 20 to 10 with 222 to play in the first quarter. At the end of the first quarter, with Lovejoy and Poteet, Lovejoy leads 10 to nothing. This one's going to be bounced off of the returner's hands. Inside the 35-yard line, still on his feet, finally brought down at the 35-yard line. So that's about the most uneventful kick return we've had so far, or kickoff we've had so far throughout this entire game. The return guy jubbled it and was able to pick it back up, but the Falcon coverage team got down there quick, and it took two or three of them to get him down, but he didn't get to go forward at all. So that was a good job by the coverage. You know, we were it just it seemed like not even minutes ago we were talking about, man, this North Forney's offense has really struggled. They're about to punt the ball. It's, you know, two, a one turnover, a three and out. And just like that, after a fake punt and an onside kick recovery, they're up 20 to 10. Neal fakes the handoff, throws out to the right side. It's complete and then knocked out of bounds at the 40-yard line. A big hit from Corey Mayfield Jr. It was complete to Alex Perkins. He put his head down, and he's the one who took the most, the biggest brunt of that. You know, part of it, too, though, is gutsy calls by the coaching staff, but that shows that he's got faith in his guys, you know, that he's got faith in what they do. And we've seen them working on those things since week one. So now, week eight, they're comfortable with those kind of trick deals and those kind of surprise deals. So it's second down and six now from their own 39. Neil will fake the handoff again, throws it out. It's complete, but he's dropped. What a nice play from Christopher Lowler trying to set up a, a wide receiver screen at that side. He blows up the block and then takes down Perkins. By the neck almost. And uh, Perkins has grown man tackle. <laughs> Perkins has size on for a little Furlow's not a real big guy, but I tell you, he muscled him up. It was almost like a suplex. <laughs> I tell you, he handled him. And that's a gain of just a couple. It brings up third and almost three as West Mesquite has it from their own 43-yard line. And we're going to get a timeout here from the Wranglers as they take a timeout. So will we. It's 20 to 10. Falcons lead with a minute 39 left in the first. It's KFY Sports, True Texas Radio. Your next new car is waiting for you at Musser's Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser's Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser's Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell. Quarter number one, it's the Falcons 20, the Wranglers 10. Of course, Dave over at Forney and Brody is listening in as he texts in the Young Ideas Dish Satellite text toy line. Says, be ready for some Unity Bowl shirts with a bit of a North Forney bias. So we'll be interested in seeing that. West Mesquite's got a new quarterback in. Number 10, he's going to take the direct snap. He's going forward. He's going to be stopped short. No gain on the play, and that's going to bring up fourth and almost two. And West Mesquite's going to have to bring the punt team out onto the field. That was number 10, Jalen Sidney. 
comes in at 5'11", 205, senior. He's a pretty thick-looking guy. He ran the Wildcat, took the direct snap, and got stopped short. West Mesquite in territory that they might try a fake punt. And it looks like North Forney is expecting that as they only got one man deep. Everybody else is on the line. It's a low skipping snap, and the punt's going to be away barely. And it's going to bounce all the way down inside the 15, all the way down inside the 10. Still rolling, still rolling. Down to the 7. Inside the 7 yard line. So it's going to end up being a nice punt when it was almost blocked. So that is where North Forney will take over from their own 7 yard line, but they do lead at 20 to 10. And of course, Dave from Forney Brody says you can find that Unity Bowl, all that Unity Bowl merch uh, for North Forney on his Facebook page. It's Forney Embroidery. That's Dave who's hooked me up with uh, the Colby Suits uh, Arctic uh, Rumbler that Man. Uh, I'm so fond of. <laughs> yeah, I don't even think you drink out of it. It's on your shelf. <laughs> you, know, you polish it every day. No, but you know, I got a hat from them. I mean, good quality stuff too. It looks great, but everything feels good. So good quality stuff there at Forney Embroidery. Well, and those guys can do just about anything over there. Dave and those guys can. If you, if you have an idea and you want it done, Dave will get it figured out. <laughs> He'll get it done for you. Yeah, I like your suit's mug. That was just something over the air, and, and you had it. It's like magic. It's like I've wished it into existence. <laughs> 55 seconds left in the first quarter as the Falcons start out from their own seven, and we're going to get whistles on this one before the play starts. Way off in the back. delay of game oh, okay. on North 40, and that's a tough one. I don't know if Jackson's going to be too happy about that. He's not. I, I didn't even see him until I said that, and I looked, and he's not happy. Coming off a change of possession, you never want to get – a delay game penalty. It's half at the distance to the goal. So they'll back up just outside their own three-yard line, and that'll make it first and almost 14 as they're pinned back deep in their own territory. First objective here is just going to get some breathing room, I think, especially against a defense that hasn't been afraid to blitz. Yeah, and you definitely don't want to have your punt team out there from deep in their own end zone. Colby's going to keep it. He's trying to break a tackle. He'll get out across the five-yard line, back to about the original line of scrimmage, maybe plus a yard on that. So that'll bring up second down and nine from their own eight. Of course, we're coming up with the half a minute left here in the first quarter, 20 to 10, the Falcons lead. It's been very eventful from the get-go as we had a 98-yard kickoff return, touchdown return for the Falcons. Thanks in part to Corey Mayfield Jr. Colby takes a snap. He's going to run out to the right on his own. Doesn't have much going on. Five-yard line. He's going to get back to about the line of scrimmage as he gets chased out of bounds. And West Mesquite did a good job of coming up and really stretching that one out to give them give them no alley to turn up. So big third down here, even if you don't convert on this one, just getting some more room, getting it downfield so you're not as pressed back if you do want to punt. Well, North Forney is no stranger to being very aggressive and taking some risk. So don't be surprised if Kobe draws back here and tries to throw it deep down the field. He's in the empty back set. He's got an H back to each side of the offense, two receivers to the right, one to the left. He'll take the snap. He's looking right, he's gonna throw, he's got a man open. Jaden Brawley catches it at the 40 yard line, down the sideline. One man to beat, the 30, the 20, the 10. Touchdown, an 89 yard touchdown pass from Colby Seuss to Jaden Brawl. You know, not afraid to take chances, I tell you. But I wanna bring up somebody else, Michael Kors, who's having an issue blocking that blind side. Um, you know, a couple drives ago, did an incredible job Came behind Kobe, picked up a blitz, a blitz guy, and was really and gave Suits some extra time there. So good time, 
Good job uh, to the halfback there, Michael Kors. Well, Baral was lined up in the slot to the right side. He did a little bit of a wheel route, which basically means he kind of comes around the line, basically down the line of scrimmage, and then turns up field as Kobe keeps the snap, and he rushes into the end zone for the two-point conversion, and that'll make it the Falcons 28 and the Wranglers 10. There's three seconds remaining in the first quarter. We'll take a step away. It's Wally and Jaren for KFY Sports True Texas Radio. Hello, Goonville, Texas. This is Tracy Gray of Guest and Gray Attorneys at Law. Hard work, determination, teamwork. These traits are the backbone of any successful organization. These words also describe this year's North Forney Falcons football team. That is why everyone at Guest and Gray supports Coach Randy Jackson and the Goons. We also wish the best of luck this school year to all North Forney educators, students, and parents. Go Falcons! Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. Be sure to download our free mobile app, now available on iTunes and Google Play. This is KFNY, True Texas Radio. Rodriguez will keep this one deep, and it's going to make the West Mesquite defender run all the way back. He will pick it up a couple yards deep in his end zone. He's going to bring it out. That's Williams. Across the 10-yard line, and he's going to be taken down at the 15, and nice coverage, kickoff coverage from the Falcons, and that looks like Glenn De La Haas making the play at the 15-yard line. And Williams, Curtis Williams, the, the big-time running back for West Mesquite, was the return guy. So that actually will bring us to the end of the first quarter. So we'll take a step away one more time, and we'll be right back with quarter number two as the Falcons lead 28-10. to 10. It's KFY Sports True, Texas Radio. just want to get away or celebrate an event well look no further christy lynn travel can help you achieve those dreams and help you make memories that will last you a lifetime christy lynn travel is a full service travel agency right here in forney but her five-star service has her servicing clients from all over the country so don't try to do it all yourself take your travel needs to the expert who will take care of you christy lynn travel call 469-878-4248 or email christy at christylynntravel.com So we're back for the start of the second quarter. From Citibank Stadium, it's 28-0 the Falcons lead. They've had some big plays, a couple of nice touchdown throws. One to Jaden Barral, another one to Jordan Carroll. And West Mesquite now will start out from their own 16-yard line. Neil will turn and hand it off. Looks like this is Tycorius Jordan. He's trying to get the left edge. He's got the first down and ran out of bounds as he approaches the 30-yard line. I think West Mesquite wants a late hit. <laughs> their head coach is pretty livid about it. Pot calling the kettle black there, yeah, man. Yeah, there's a few things I want as well, but we don't always get what we want, do we, coach? <laughs> so what a nice start. What a rebound from last week's disappointing loss to Lovejoy. And it's we still got a long game to go. I mean, we just started the second quarter, but it is a nice start. You couldn't ask for much better from a North Forney perspective. A handoff to Curtis Williams. He's having to dance around the backfield, and he's going to get dropped as he gets maybe two on the play. Doing some dance in the backfield. He just had nowhere to go. 
I tell you, the defense of North Forney has really played impeccable. I think uh, a big part of that is uh, they've been able to get some rest. You know, they hadn't had to spend just a whole, whole lot of time on the field. Uh, that's, that's a good thing for the defense. Second down and eight from their own 32-yard line from the Wranglers. Neal's in the shotgun. He's got a running back to each side. I believe that's Tycorius Jordan as he drops back. He's looking deep down the field, double covered, and it's, oh, it was almost intercepted by Glenn DeLaz. He had Jordan Carroll helping out over the top as well. They took a shot, and Glenn DeLaz almost brought that down. That's a big receiver for them. Looks like number nine, Dylan Wright, who goes 6'4", 195. They tried taking a shot down the field with them, and great coverage by De La Haas and Carroll. De La Haas is one of those young guys. He's a sophomore who I think is going to be a big part of this offense, a big part of this team in general in the years to come. So that brings up another big third down here for the Falcons' defense. Third and eight facing West Mesquite. Remain in motion from left to right. They're going to fake it and hand it off to Curtis Williams. He cuts back up, looking for the first. He's got it. He's got a lot more room to run across the 50-yard line, cutting back out to the outside of the 40, the 30. And he's finally going to be brought down as he lowers his shoulder inside the 20-yard line. And that's a big, big punch in the gut for the Falcons defense, who was playing the run so, so well. I tell you, he had some cuts in that that were pretty, pretty uh, incredible cuts there. You know, you can't take anything away from Curtis Williams. He's a, a really impressive back. Well, that's one of the things that the coaches down the field were talking about, about Curtis Williams, that he can cut so quickly and get back up to full speed. And that was on full display there. In the pistol formation, they'll hand it off to Williams again. We've got a flag in the backfield. He's around the right side trying to break out of a tackle. He takes a hard hit at the end. And we've got some more extracurriculars after the play. Barkley Ford getting into it, some more people. we do got flags. It looked like it's in the area of holding, and that's exactly what it's going to be, holding on West Mesquite so that play will come back. And I'm, I'm going to think that what Curtis is going to come off the field here, he just took kind of a, a hit as he was falling backwards, kind of took a hit to the back of the head, to the back neck shoulder area that didn't look too good and he's he's gonna come off to, he does go off to the side on his own power but he gets over there and takes his helmet off he probably that one didn't probably feel very good i think the key to it is trying to contain williams before he can turn on his burners i guess is, is the way to put it because once he hits uh i guess third gear or so he's hard to stop well that's exactly what i was talking to one of the coaches about on the field was you know that they want they don't want to let him get his head of steam and get open because he's so dangerous and so quick out there in space First and 20, we've got more flags on the play here before it starts, and we're going to have false start on West Mesquite. Let's back him up five more. I like this offense now that West Mesquite's running the last two plays, holding in, in, in a, a false start. Yeah, I like them going backwards than they do going, more than I do going forwards for sure. So, yeah, now the running back out there for West Mesquite is Ty Jordan. Number 28 is Curtis Williams is on the sideline. He is up there. I see him kind of moving around. He's getting a drink of water. He looks to be okay, but it – He'll probably be out for a couple of plays here. West Mesquite now facing a first and 25 from their own 34-yard line. They could get all the way down inside the nine. It's a long throw. It's complete. Now to Dylan Ride and a whole host of Falcons get out there and wrap him up. And we've got flags on the play back behind the, the play again as Willie Thomas was getting into it with four West Mesquite players. And that little ref came in and <laughs> he put himself in the middle of it. And I want to say if Willie Thomas is one, there is the one player with four West Mesquite defenders or four West Mesquite players, I would bet that this is probably going to be on West Mesquite. But we'll have to kind of wait and see how this plays out. They were they were kind of teaming up on them. They had four guys out there. 
As course, like I guess we mentioned earlier, Willie Thomas, who's usually the middle linebacker who plays it so well, and that's actually going to be against North Forney. But Willie, who plays that middle linebacker spot so well, has moved down to play defensive tackle. He's playing along the line now where he's outsized. He's overmatched as far as size go, but we know how tough and how hard Willie plays and how strong he is. He's really been holding his own down there. And that time he kind of got mixed up with a couple other guys. Yeah, I still keep thinking of that that player you created, uh, Willie Ford. You know, that, that hybrid of Willie Thomas and Barclay Ford and how much of a beast that person would be. <laughs> so they're going to march that off, and I think what I believe that's going to make it first down again, first and ten for West Mesquite. So it's a very unfortunate break for the Falcons. And you had a player there for West Mesquite, one of their linemen kind of throw his hand up cheering. I, I, I'm not sure I'm liking these guys too much. <laughs> yeah, Jaron, I don't typically like the opponents either. Well, I mean, I can tolerate just about anybody, but come on. And so now Coach Jackson's wanting an exp explanation here from the head official, and he's going to walk over and talk to him out near the, the numbers at the 30-yard line. Uh, over with the, uh, Poteet and Lovejoy. Lovejoy now leads 10-7 to over Poteet as the the – Pirates have cut into that lead with a touchdown. That's midway through the second quarter. Lovejoy leads 10 to seven. Of course, there's so many different tie-breaking scenarios. If if Pote beats Lovejoy, that right now would create a three-way tie. And that's if you beat, actually that wouldn't. It's with, without a West Mesquite win, I believe. And without a, a North Forney win over West yeah, Mesquite. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Because that would give Lovejoy that their three losses. West Pote would already have three losses. In the shotgun for Neal, first and 10, from just inside his 20-yard line. Hands it off to Curtis Williams. He cuts back at the middle of the field, all the way back to the left side. Now cuts back up around the right side. Coming back all the way across the field again. Now cuts up the middle, and he's got a touchdown, and it's an amazing play from Curtis Williams. I saw a chop block there. I, you know. I'm, I wouldn't look. As much as I would want the flag, I can't blame the refs because that play went everywhere. It started at the 19-yard line. He started out around the right side, but stopped in the backfield. Saw that there was a bunch of space back to the left, so he cut back around that way. Went around the, about the 10-yard line. Got to the numbers at the 10. Cut back around, went back across the right side of the field again. And then, as he got back to the middle of the field, he cut it up and had the touchdown. That's, that's what Curtis Williams can do to you in the open space. But it all happened because the quarterback, I, he went straight to the ground to block that guy. 9.51 to play in the second quarter. West Mesquite with the touchdown awaiting the extra point. Snaps good, holds good, kick is up. It's good as well. 28-17, Falcons still on top. Just a little bit into the second quarter, you're listening to KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. Your next new car is waiting for you at Musser's Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell. All About Floors is a proud sponsor of the 40 community. Call and set up your free estimate whether you need a new shower, new carpet, or new wooden floors. Give All About Floors a call. Pets? Kids? 
no problem. All About Floors can help you choose the right product for your busy family and all your flooring needs. Call All About Floors today at 972-564-5533. That's 972-564-5333. Or find us online at allaboutfloorsandmore.com. All About Floors says, Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. And the ensuing kickoff will bounce out of the back of the end zone for a touchback. And that will bring the uh, Falcons offense out onto the field. They lead 28-17. West Mesquite with a big play on third down. A big run from Curtis Williams that got him all the way down to the 19-yard line. And then North Forney had him backed up. They saw a couple of West Mesquite penalties. Had him first and 25. Uh, and then about a seven-yard passing game. But Willie Thomas got flagged for unsportsmanlike conduct. And that gave first and 10 all the way back to the 19-yard line for West Mesquite. And then it was the Curtis Williams show from there. So he, he ran about 64 yards for a 19-yard touchdown. And now North Forney back out on the field. They've got their offense going. It's been a slugfest back and forth. Colby in the shotgun. He's going to look. He's going to throw. It's complete to Jackson Hills on the slant across the 40-yard line. He's still on his feet, still pulling him. And he's going to go down finally at the 45-yard line of West Mesquite. Held on to the ball as they were trying to pull it away from him. He carried defenders a good 15 yards. I don't know that they were even worried about tackling them. They were just trying to strip the ball. But great discipline there by Jackson Hills. Back to the line of scrimmage again. Colby's going to take the direct snap. He's got a little crease. He puts his head down, trying to spin out of one. He's going to double, get a double fist on the ball as he gets out or down to the 39-yard line. A gain of six on the play brings up second and four. Almost nine minutes to play in the second quarter. Ever since the, uh, well, really ever since the kickoff return for a touchdown for the Falcons, this game has had some big plays. Colby keeps it again. He's trying to. Trying to break out to the left, and he's going to get wrapped up and taken down. They're going to give him a, a gain of one on the play, and that's going to bring up third and three. Neither of your typical running backs are on the field right now. Yeah, they've got two H-backs in there, Court and Chiapuzio, and they line up on each side of the offense right behind each tackle. Now they're both going to line up on the right side with two receivers at that side as well. Colby, the only player in the backfield. He's going to take the snap. He's going to run right. He's going to cut it back up the field. He's going to have the first down and a nice play from Colby with some good vision because if he keeps that out to the outside, he's probably going to be stopped short as they had that strung out. He sees the, the, the ability to cut back, cut it up the field, and he's got a couple yards past the first down marker. That makes it first down for the Falcons. That's a great block design, too, uh, by the offensive line, those H-backs. Good job. They, they took that play from Wiley East where they had those two H-backs that side and they run everything that way. Colby drops back. And he's going to be dropped in the backfield for a sack. And West Mesquite has put some pressure off the edge all night long. And that's going to be a loss of almost six on the play, bringing up second down and 16 from the West Mesquite 40-yard line. I think a misassignment there. I think one of the H-backs was supposed to come and help on that blind side. They didn't make it over there. Under eight to play here in the second quarter, 28-17 Falcons lead. They face a second and 16 from the West Mesquite 40. Colby in the shotgun, drops back. He's going to try to scramble out. He gets away from the first defender. He's looking. He's going to throw it, and he's going to try to throw this one out of bounds. Intended for Jackson Ennels. He wanted Jackson to go deep after that play broke down a little bit, but just kind of ran out of time to make that happen. And it's going to bring up a big third down. And I think this is, again, four-down territory for North Forney, but you obviously want to get at least a chunk of this back and make this fourth down more manageable. 
You got Nate Miller coming in now. Chiapuzio will come off the field for Nate Miller. Receivers out there are Jackson Ennels, Corey Mayfield Jr., and Jordan Carroll. And I'm going to bet that we're going to get a timeout here from North Forney. We've got under 10 seconds left on the play clock. They're going to get to the line and try to get this one snapped. Under five to get the playoff. Hobie does get it. He draws back. He's looking. He's got some time. He's going to have to throw it. He's got Corey Mayfield Jr. He catches it, and he's hit, but he holds on inside the 15-yard line. A nice play. Throw and catch. He had to catch that one knowing he was going to get hit hard, but he held on to it. And he actually caught it at his knees, too, because it was it led him a little bit, and it had to to thread those defenders. He just <laughs> bent down, caught it at his knees. Kobe back to the line with the offense, back to the line of scrimmage again at the 14-yard line. Nate Miller up the middle, breaks the tackle, gets a couple more after as he tries to spin away from the next one. He's got a gain of seven, almost eight. I love his spins. They're so quick. Back to the line of scrimmage again. We're going to take the snap, hand it off to Miller. He dances, and we're going to get flags on the play. It looks like we're going to get too many men on the field for Wes Mesquite as North Forney just was too fast. It looks like we got a hurt player for North Forney. He's going to come off the field here. Looks like Ray Yates will go out there for him. It looks like number 79. It's Austin Patricia, one of their best offensive linemen. We're staying 6'3", 200. At first, they gave that penalty to North Forney. But then they corrected it and went to West Mesquite. And now the refs are talking it over again. You know, if you're North Forney, you you got to keep your foot on the pedal here. Definitely. I mean, that's yeah, the penalty on both sides. It looks like. Oh, so they said they're going to offset. It was a false start against the offense, is what they said. Huh. Okay. Which, which is if it's a too many men on the field, can it be a false? That's start? what I was just I guess wondering. You have to run the player. There wouldn't be. They couldn't get the too many men on the field. So, and interestingly enough, that is an offset. Kobe's going to pick the handoff, throw it out. It's caught. Ben drop it. Corey Maple Jr. But Carroll picks it up, and he's going to run it in the end zone. It was caught by Corey Maple Jr. on the slant. He made a couple of steps, got it knocked out of his hands. Carroll picks it up. He's like, "Oh, I'll finish it for you." <laughs> and he runs it in the end zone. And either way, it's still a touchdown. Falcon. If Kobe suits before he did anything, before he celebrated, he looked over here and just took a big breath, like a, <laughs> "Oh gosh." <laughs> and you look at Jackson. He's walking kind of back. He's he's kind of he's almost doing the same thing. He, he wants to be mad at Corey for you know fumbling that ball. It was a, a flat out fumble. But uh, you know, if you get a touchdown out of that, I don't think you just you count your blessings there. Well, great awareness by Carroll. And the extra point kick is up and good from Rodriguez. So that makes it 35-17. Falcons lead with 6.59 to play in the second quarter. We're listening to Wally and Jaron for KVY Sports True Texas Radio. Hello, Goonville, Texas. This is Tracy Gray of Guestin Gray Attorneys at Law. Hard work, determination, teamwork. These traits are the backbone of any successful organization. These words also describe this year's North Forney Falcons football team. That is why everyone at Guest and Gray supports Coach Randy Jackson and the Goons. We also wish the best of luck this school year to all North Forney educators, students, and parents. Go Falcons! Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. 
Be sure to download our free mobile app, now available on iTunes and Google Play. This is KFNY, True Texas Radio. 35-17, the Falcons lead with just under seven minutes to play in the first half as the Falcons get set to kick this one away from their own 40-yard line. Rodriguez will kick this one deep. And he's going to bounce inside the 10-yard line and go all the way through the back of the end zone. And so the Wranglers will start out from their own 20-yard line. Falcons have really, man, like I said, their first possession was a turnover, a fumble that got picked up and ran back for a touchdown. And then their next possession looked like it was about to be a three and out. Or actually, the next possession was a three and out. Carroll, I remember Carroll punting that one away. And then the next possession, the third possession, it looked like they were going to be another three and out. They ran a fake punt, a big run by Calvin Ribeiro on that fake punt. And ever since then, this North Fournier offense has really gotten going. And we're going to get a flag on the play before the play starts. Looks like on West Mesquite, Coach Jackson came down the sideline pointing something out to the, to the refs. And the penalty is on West Mesquite. So before they even get going, they'll back up five. Although they'll go back to their 20-yard line as they start out first and 15. Williams was able to get some uh, some distance and get some separation last offensive drive. So we'll see how the Falcons continue to contain or They were doing a good job containing them really early on. Looks like Ty Jordan is the running back this time in the backfield. He'll take the handoff. Around the right side as he cuts back up the middle of the field around the hash marks. He'll get a gain of seven on the play. He brings up second down and eight. And you can definitely see the chippiness in the extracurricular things it going on every like play. After every play, yeah. yeah. Of course, don't don't forget to stick around at halftime. We'll be brought the halftime show will be brought to you by our friends over at Forney Air. And of course the halftime show, the Pride of Falcon Nation band, will be brought to you by our friends at Award Music and Terrell. Hand off to Ty Jordan, he gets tripped up. He breaks away from that one though, still on his feet across the 30 yard line. A tough run, he's gonna be a couple yards short of the first down as he gets out to the 33. And they need the 35 for a first. That's gonna bring up third and two. A big third down for the Falcons defense. They would love to get the Wrangler offense off the field here. Trying to see if I can spot Curtis Williams on the sideline. See if he's banged up or, or what. Two receivers to the left and one to the right for the Wranglers. Neal the quarterback. He's got Jordan as the running back behind him in the pistol. He'll fake the handoff. They're going to throw it out, and he's going to catch it in the flat, but he's going to be down on a knee when he catches it, so it's going to be a loss of almost three on the play, and they're going to say that he caught it. If he would have let that go, they could have had it fourth down and two, maybe could have went for it, but he catches that one for a loss of three. That makes it fourth and five, and it's almost a guarantee that they'll have to bring the punt team out as they do right now. And it was close, too. He fielded it like, like he would almost a ground ball, uh, but he was able to keep his hand under it. Kind of a big break there for the Falcons. Back deep to receive the punt. It's Corey Mayfield, Jr., standing just inside his own 35-yard line. The punt is almost blocked. It was bobbled, the snap was. This punt's going to bounce inside the 40, and this time going to be fielded at about the 33 by Wes Mesquite. And North Forney's offense back out onto the field with five minutes to play in the second quarter as they lead 35 to 17. Coming into this game, West Mesquite had the number one district, the number one defense in the district, and the number 24 team, uh, it's number 24 defense in all of the state as far as points per game. 
And so far, they've only given up, and so far one game this year, they've only given up more than 28 points in an entire game. And that was to Highland Park where they gave up 38. And so far here in the first half, the Falcons have 35. And their offense back out onto the field again. Ribera in at running back. He's to Colby's left in the shotgun. They're going to have a bunch formation to the left side with three receivers. Colby's going to turn and hand it off to Ribera around the right side. He cuts up the field now. It running into the back of one of his own blockers, but he does have the first down. He, he, got, he got up on his back of his offensive lineman pretty quickly there. Now, they do have the number one defense overall, right, in the state, correct? I don't know those numbers. I just know Hayden was telling me. I asked him, hey, what's their defensive numbers look like? And he said as far as points per game, they're the 24th uh, best defense out of 253 in all of 5A in the state. Ribera around the right side, breaks some tackles, gets the first down, finally pushed out of bounds as he gets to the 42-yard line of the ring. There's a couple of big run plays here, back-to-back first-down runs for Calvin Ribera. They're going to keep that bunch formation to the left, one receiver to the right, and Calvin in the running back in the backfield. Turn and hand it off to Calvin. If it ain't broke, do I fix it? <laughs> another handoff, another gain of this time six on the play. And it's going to bring up second down and four as he gets to the 36-yard line. And their tempo does a lot to that, you know, as far as you know, keeping those guys on their heels. Same formation again. Three bunch receivers to the left and one to the right. Rivera, the running back. Kobe's going to drop back this time. He's going to be flush to the pocket. He's looking down the field. He's got Barol, and it's just past his reach. In fact, if he would have thrown that a little bit back towards the middle of the field, I think Barol could have made a better play. The defender was trailing him, but he had his back turned the whole way. Kobe took a shot there. I think Kobe might have could have ran that for a first down, but he had Baral to step and just, just missed through him there on that one. 35-17-407 to play. Of course, when we come to halftime, we'll have the Fournier halftime show and the and we've got a timeout on the field, West Mesquite. So as they take a timeout, we'll take a timeout. 35-17, Falcons on top. 407 to play in the second quarter. It's KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. If your roof is sustained, hail, wind, or any storm damage, call the professional roof experts at Maximum Construction and Restoration. They are experts in roof repair or complete roofing system replacements, and they're locally owned and operated and fully insured. We will be glad to guide you through the insurance claim process. As our customer, you can choose from our wide selection of shingles that are guaranteed to last. Call 469-595-6059 today for your free roof inspection or find us online at MaximumConstructionTX.com. Your roofer is your life. Go Falcons. Seven left here in the first half. 35-17, Falcons on top. Of course, when this 407 does expire and we get to halftime, it'll be the Forney Air Halftime Show. And if you're having troubles with your heating or air conditioner, call Forney Air at 214-924-9745 and tell them you heard it right here on KFY True Texas Radio. And, of course, during the Forney Air Halftime Show, we will have the Pride of Falcon Nation Band presented to you by our friends at Award Music. And for all your musical needs, including repair, rental, and sales, call Award Music today at 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. A third and four for the North Forney Falcons as he hands it off to Ribera up the middle. He's got the first down. He's got a little extra as well as he gets down to the 26-yard line. And we've got a West Mesquite defender down in the backfield. And we'll have... Trainers come out to help him. Four minutes left. We'll take a timeout as well. It's KFNY Sports, True Texas Radio. Your next new car is waiting for you at Musser's Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. 
They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell. minutes is all that remains in the first half. 35-17 Falcons on top. Of course, uh, a couple of the other games that we're keeping an eye on. The main one being Lovejoy and Poteet. We were rooting for a Lovejoy win because that would keep us out of a three-way tie with Poteet and almost bury Poteet and keep them from being a playoff contender, which would help us as well. Lovejoy leads late in the second quarter, 24-7. to They've kind of pulled away on that one a little bit. Lovejoy's put together a really good last couple of games with the blowout win over Forney, the win over Wiley East. Of course, they beat North Forney last week and beating Poteet this week. They're on a bit of a stretch. Colby takes the snap. He fakes the handoff. Now he's going to be flushed out of the pocket. There's a flag down in the backfield, and now Colby's just going to turn and throw this one away out of bounds, and it looks like it's going to be holding on the Falcons. And it is. Couple of the other scores uh, from around the district. Of course, we mentioned the 24-7 Lovejoy over Poteet score. Of course, Highland Park at halftime up 35 to nothing over Roy City. If Roy City won that game, that might have created more of a headache <laughs> for uh, trying to throw together some playoff scenarios. But of course, they trail 35 nothing. Uh, Wiley East is against Forney. It's 22-15. I'll have to see who's winning that one. That's all I got is 22-15. I think West Mesquite's on – or uh, Wiley East on top of that one, actually, 22-15 or 40. Kobe's going to keep the handoff. He's up the middle himself. He's got about about five on the play. It's, it was first and – it was actually first and 20, so that's going to bring it bring it up to second down and 15 as they get back to their – or they get back to their West Mesquite 32-yard line. Clock crossing 3-20. That's in the first half. Well, he takes the snap, takes the handoff, throws out the right slot. It's caught by Baral. He gets brought down about immediately after he caught it. He gets back close to the original line of scrimmage, and that's going to bring up third and just over ten. Four down territory, though. It is four down territory. You know, and we had the had somebody ask me. One of the fans asked me as I was walking up here before the game. He asked me, "So, what is the what's the deal with the kicker? Do they not like the kicker or anything?" And I think. They do, and we've seen he's got a pretty strong leg, and he's been pretty accurate on the extra point attempts. He's throw this one out to Calvin Rivera. He had to get rid of it quickly, did Colby, as he was facing some pressure, and kind of caught Calvin before he turned around. That's going to bring up fourth and 11. Let's see what Morphorny does here. They are keeping the offense out on the field. And part of it's philosophy, too. You know, they're just going to try to get in the end zone every chance they can get. And it looks like Coach Jackson is going to take a timeout here for the Falcons to talk this one over. 2.51 to play in the second quarter. It's 35-17. Falcons lead the Wranglers. You're listening to the KFY Sports True Texas Radio. Hello, Goonville, Texas. This is Tracy Gray of Guestin Gray Attorneys at Law. Hard work, determination, teamwork. These traits are the backbone of any successful organization. These words also describe this year's North Forney Falcons football team. That is why everyone at Guestin Gray supports Coach Randy Jackson and the Goons. We also wish the best of luck this school year to all North Forney educators, students, and parents. Go Falcons! Two fifty-one to play in the first half. North Forney on the West Mesquite side of the field. But they are facing a fourth and eleven. 
from the 27-yard line. Of course, we've got the text toy, the uh, Young Ideas Dis Satellite text toy lineup. If you have any questions for halftime or any questions about, or comments about the broadcast or the game, you can text that in at 469-355-0362 and get to those on air. That number is 469-355-0362. Well, let oh. us know that you're listening, too. You oh, know, yeah. We don't want to be lonely. You know? <laughs> we get boring if it's just us, so let us know you're listening. Colby brings the offense back out onto the field. They've got two receivers to the far side of the field on this left side nearest us. Calvin, the running back in the backfield. He's going to drop back this Colby. He's looking down the field. He's going to throw over the middle. It's caught! It was caught by Jordan Carroll for a first down. He was tightly covered. He had it for a second and then dropped it. Ooh. That would have been so big. Had North Forney converted a fourth and 11 down on the West Mesquite end with under three minutes to play. Now the defense is going to have to go back out there and try to hold West Mesquite from scoring before half. West Mesquite will get the ball coming out of the half, so this could be a really big possession here for the North Forney defense. So the Wranglers will start out from their own 27-yard line. Ball's on the left hash, a receiver to the left and two to the right. He's got a running back in the shotgun, does kneel, one on each side. It looks like Ty Jordan and Curtis Williams are going to turn and hand it to Jordan. He's going to try to get around the left side, breaks the tackle in the backfield. Now he's going to spin back and head around the other side. Gets a pass, Robbie Robinson, Hogwood on the other side. Hogwood puts his head down and he gets ran over by Jordan, but he does force him out of bounds. Man, they really had that one stopped in the backfield, but for the second time tonight, a big play when the running back reverses it back across the other side of the field. They're going to give him a gain of eight on that one. So that brings up second down and two as the Wranglers get to the 35-yard line. This time, two receivers to the left and one to the right. Ball's on the left hash. Of course, the two running backs still in the game to either side of Neal and the shotgun. He'll turn, fake the handoff, and now he's going to have to roll out with it. He's looking to throw downfield, and it's caught. But did he get in bounds? And they're going to say that he did. Wow. That is Dylan Wright with the big reception going over Corey Mayfield Jr. who was in good position, just didn't get his head turned around. And it was kind of a broken play. Neal wanted to throw it to Wright right off the bat. And he, he was covered, then so Wright took off down the field and he just kind of threw it over the shoulder of Corey Mayfield Jr. Dylan Wright's been one of the guys that have been pretty vocal there. Hand off to Williams on the jet sweep around the left side. And he breaks away from a tackle. He's got a gain of seven on the play. Down inside the 45 of the Falcons. 2.15 to play in the first half. North Forney leads 35-17. It's two back set, the two running back set and the shotgun has kind of been working here recently for West Mesquite as they can run it either way from a multitude of, of angles, really. This time it's going to be Jordan. He's trying to get around the right side. He's going to be brought down by Casey Cornelius right near the line of scrimmage. And we're going to get a late flag on Dylan Wright for West Mesquite. We've got three flags in there. and they, they might. Let's see if they keep it against West Mesquite. Like I said, Wright's been pretty vocal and pretty handsy a lot of the time. Might do this as offsetting penalties when there's multiple flags on that one. That usually means that each ref probably saw a little something different. Want to make sure that they get a flag for what they saw. As it stands right now, the ball is right at the first down marker. I might say they have it. We're at the wait to see how they shake out these dead ball penalties. And a personal foul on West Mesquite and a personal foul on North Point. And the Falcons sideline, Coach Jackson just not happy with it. 
And we didn't quite see what went on. I mean, what, when we looked over there, when they threw the flag, it was kind of late. We looked over there, and the West Mesquite player had shoved Corey Mayfield Jr. We didn't see anything before that. Hmm. So that's going to keep it at third down. They're going to say it's third and less than a yard. Ball just outside the 40-yard line of North 40. Coach Jackson strategically places himself behind the line, Judge. In the shotgun is Neal. He'll bark out something to his offensive line. We're running back to each side now. He'll tell Jordan to step up just a step. Turns and hands it to Williams. Williams has the first down up the middle, still on his feet. And finally brought down as he gets down to the 35 of the Falcons. Clock continues to run. A minute 20 now left in the first half. Falcons are up 35-17, but West Mesquite will get the ball to start the second half, so they really want to keep them from scoring here. One receiver to the left and two to the right. Neal fakes the handoff. He draws back. He's looking. He's looking. He's going to throw it deep down the field. He's got a man inside the 10-yard line. Knocked out of bounds. It is complete. That one mm. complete to number five, Alex Walker. A minute now left. You wonder, do they just uh, dish the ball to Williams whack? I wouldn't be surprised. Somehow, some way, Williams is going to get We got a flag on the play here. And it's going to be false start on West Mesquite. So that kind of helps out North 40 just a bit. They'll back up the Wranglers five yards. They were at the 10-yard line. They're going to move them back to the 15. It'll be first and goal now from there. And again, course, go ahead. I was just going to say the 40 Air Halftime Show coming up here in just one minute. If you're having troubles with your heating or air conditioner, call Fournier at 214-924-9745 or tell them you heard about it right here on KFOI True Texas Radio. And we'll also bring you the Pride of Falcon Nation band. That will be brought to you by Award Music in Terrell. First and goal from the 15. They're going to hand it off to Ty Jordan. He's going to bounce around a little bit. He's got a crease, and he's got a touchdown. And that looked like it could be stopped pretty early on, and then all of a sudden the, the Red Seas parted, and it looked pretty easy in the end. That does leave 53 seconds on the clock, though, which it's plenty of times for the Falcons to put another one on. And they do have two timeouts. So it'll be interesting to see uh, how aggressive they are with a lead, with a two-score lead. Setting up for the extra point are the Wranglers. Snaps down, holds good, kick is up and through. 35-24, Falcons still lead. 53 seconds to play in the second quarter. You're listening to KFY Sports True, Texas Radio. Your next new car is waiting for you at Musser Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell. All About Floors is a proud sponsor of the 40 community. Call and set up your free estimate whether you need a new shower, new carpet, or new wooden floors. Give All About Floors a call. Pets? Kids? No problem. All About Floors can help you choose the right product for your busy family and all your flooring needs. Call All About Floors today at 972-564-5533. That's 972-564-5333. Or find us online at allaboutfloorsandmore.com. All About Floors says, Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football. KFNY. True Texas Radio. 
Well, the kickoff is a bit of a fiasco there for North Forney as they try the little reverse from the deep, the two deep returners, and it gets fumbled and eventually just kind of gets scooted out of bounds by Mayfield Jr. as, uh, as the West Mesquite coverage team was coming down on him hard. He pushes that out of bounds, and it's they're going to start out North Forty is from their own inside their own four-yard line. So it's not exactly the field position that you want to start out with if you're trying to score in 45 seconds, but. North Forney, I would imagine, will still try to take some shots here, but you have to be careful if you're North Forney because when Colby drops back, he will be in the end zone, and a sack would be a safety and the ball back to West Mesquite. I wouldn't be shocked if their first play here is just maybe a direct run or handoff from the backfield to get some space before they try to take a shot. Colby in the shotgun, takes the handoff, keeps it himself. Trying to bounce around the outside, he's not going to get anywhere, and he's going to get slung down near the goal line. They're going to give him the line of scrimmage. And West Mesquite now will take a timeout with 34 seconds left. So as they take a timeout, so will we. 35-24 Falcons lead. You're listening to KFOI Sports True Texas Radio. Seconds left here. We'll stay here. Since there's a, since there's a short timeout here right before half, we'll stay here. 34 seconds left. 35-24, 34 seconds for the offense to do something, but West Mesquite's the one calling the timeouts as North Forney is trapped back inside their own four-yard line. They're going to say it's at the three now, actually. Yeah, there's going to be a second down and 10 from the three. North Forney's usually aggressive, but this is a, it's a really risky spot to choose to be aggressive here as Colby will drop back in, in the end zone if he takes a sack. At least a safety, if not a touchdown, if they can force maybe a fumble or something. And you want to force West Mesquite to use their timeouts. It's only second down, and West Mesquite's out of timeout. So I think I would imagine North Forney's going to run the ball here, being pinned back so far. They're going to hand it off to Ribera. He's going to get out near the five yard line. And it looks like both sides are pretty content to let this go. Well, West Mesquite has to be there out of timeouts. Looks like North Forney's pretty content to, uh, to let this clock run out. 15 seconds left on the on the game clock. Now down to 10, North Warning not looking to run a play. So that will bring us to the end of the first half. We'll go ahead and take a break. We'll be right back with the 40 Air Halftime Show. You're listening to KFY Sports, True Texas Radio. Do you ever just want to get away or celebrate an event? Well, look no further. Christy Lynn Travel can help you achieve those dreams and help you make memories that will last you a lifetime. Christy Lynn Travel is a full-service travel agency right here in Forney, but her five-star service has her servicing clients from all over the country. So don't try to do it all yourself. Take your travel needs to the expert who will take care of you. Christy Lynn Travel. Call 469-878-4248 or email Christy at ChristyLynnTravel.com. If your roof is sustained, hail, wind, or any storm damage, call the professional roof experts at Maximum Construction and Restoration. They are experts in roof repair or complete roofing system replacements, and they're locally owned and operated and fully insured. We will be glad to guide you through the insurance claim process. As our customer, you can choose from our wide selection of shingles that are guaranteed to last. Call 469-595-6059 today for your free roof inspection, or find us online at MaximumConstructionTX.com. Your roofer is your life. Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. Halftime here. 
here at Citibank Stadium as the North Pointy Falcons lead the West Mesquite Wranglers 35-24. And they were up 35-17. And the Wranglers were able to score just before the end of the second quarter. And it has been, this might be the most exciting game we've had all year. And we've had some pretty exciting ones, Jaron. And it started from the from the get-go as the opening kickoff as North Forney won the toss. They elected to receive. They wanted to get the offense out there, start that game plan. Well, that had to wait a little bit because Corey Mayfield Jr. had a 98-yard kickoff return touchdown to get the score, get scoring started. And uh, from there, it was on. Yeah, I agree with you, Wally. But, you know, you could tell coming around the gate that the Falcons came in with a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. You know, they knew that they didn't get their necessarily best effort last week. And they, uh, I guess in a way, had something to prove more than anything to themselves. And uh, they came out and, and they did some great things. And I tell you, you really have to give it to the defense here. They've really done a good job on containing one of the best backs in the area, one of the top guys in the state, especially this half the state. So the defense really has done a, a pretty dang good job. Yeah, and that's what, you know, really they've only given up 17 points as the defense because the, the first touchdown for West Mesquite came off of a fumble return for a touchdown uh, that Kobe, on you know, their, their second offensive, or first offensive possession for the Falcons, Kobe fumbled uh, as he was kind of being pressured in the backfield, trying to take off and got, knock, got it knocked out from behind. It was picked up there by West Mesquite and ran back in for a touchdown. So really the defense has only given up 17 first half points. Uh, and, and another touchdown of that came really late. So I, I'm really impressed with how the defense has played. Uh, contrary to last week against Lovejoy, where their third and fourth down defense was not very good was for, for North Forney. Here in third down and fourth down, really mainly just third down, they have forced West Mesquite to punt on, on multiple occasions, and that just wasn't the case. And this is a couple of short third down stops as well, third and two, third and threes, that they were able to uh, stop West Mesquite on and, and force them to punt. And that's, that's made a big difference here defensively in this game as opposed to last week. Oh, for sure, definitely. And, you know, I also like some of the offensive adjustments they've made, especially in, in their design of their blocks. You know, they've really utilized the halfbacks uh, because of the pressure that Kobe was getting, especially on his blind side. So kudos to the coach and staff for making the necessary adjustments and seeing some things those uh, first possession or two to, to increase their offensive, uh, I guess, efficiency. Well, and we talked about, you know, kind of early in that one, after the, you know, they fumbled that first possession, the second possession out there, they had to punt. And then the third possession, they were about to go on, on another back-to-back -back three and out. Uh, they were facing fourth and six. They brought the punt team out there on their side of midfield. And, uh, and ran a fake punt. It was a direct snap to, to Calvin Rivera, who's the up back in that punt formation. He had about a 30-yard run for a first down. They go on to score from there, and then that's when North Forney's offense kind of really started getting get in gear as they were able to kind of get Calvin Rivera going. And Nate Miller had a few touches in the first half. He, he got something done as well. And then some big touchdown strikes to Jordan Carroll, to Jackson Ennels down the sideline, uh, and another one to, uh, to, to, Corey May, or to, Jackson, or to Corey Mayfield Jr., and so they, they got that offense going. And like I mentioned in the first half there, uh, West Mesquite comes into the, this game as the 24th ranked team out of 253 and 5A in all of Texas, the 24th best scoring defense. That means they've given up the 24th least amount of points in all of the state. And they've only given up 28 or more to one opponent all year long total in, in the entire game. And that was to Highland Park, giving up 38 in a loss to them, their only loss. 
And here North Corny has 35 in the first half on him. It's been pretty impressive from the Falcons offense. And they've got some help from the uh, from the special teams. As we mentioned, the 98-yard kickoff return from, from Mayfield Jr. to start the game. But then they also had an onside kick that was recovered and gave them awesome field positions and, and get, really had great momentum going. So that their special teams has really helped out as well to help them get this 35-24 lead. Yeah, I agree with you. Special teams has had a big part of this game. And also, too, I think you know when that offense is balanced, when they're able to stay balanced and remain balanced, um, they're at their best. You know, because they so, are so diverse and, and so um, can attack you from so many levels, when, when, when they're balanced and able to use a little bit of it all, I think is, is when the North Forney Falcon offense is really hitting all strides. Well, this, of course, is the Forney Air Halftime Show, and if you're having troubles with your heating or air conditioner, call Forney Air at 214-924-9745 and tell them you heard it right here on KFNY True Texas Radio. Once again, that number is 214-924-9745. Uh, here in just a little bit, we will bring to you the Pride of Falcon Nation Band presented uh, by our friends over at Award Music. And for all your musical needs, including repair, rental, and sales, call Award Music today at 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. I do want to mention real quick, Wally, that uh, the Pride of Falcon Nation Band had a good show into their area contest this past week. Uh, did not advance the state, but did very, very well. So uh, kudos to the Pride of Falcon Nation Band. They've had a, a great year. Definitely tell that they've worked hard, so definitely good job to those guys. Well, we will bring those. We will bring the Pride of Falcon Nation band to you here in just a second. Right after this, you're listening to KFY Sports True Texas Radio. As temperatures cool, call Forney Air. Your hometown independent American Standard Air Customer Care dealer is here to make sure you stay comfortable. No matter the temperature outside, Forney Air can help. Give them a call at 214-924-9745 to schedule an appointment and let their expert technicians keep your system in tip-top condition. That number once again is 214-924-9745. That's Forney Air at 214-924-9745 or find them online at forneyairandheat.com. Hey, y'all, this is Will Riggs, and I want to tell you about Young Ideas, your dish-authorized retailer. At Young Ideas, they believe in the power of listening. They believe it so much that Dish is the first TV provider to partner with another great listener, Amazon Alexa. Now, you can easily tell Alexa to do things like find your favorite show, search for movies, or play your team's game without ever touching a remote. To learn more, call Young Ideas today at 903-560-9150. We're local and tuned into you. Restrictions apply. For full details, call Young Ideas at 903-560-9150. Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. We're back with the Forney Air Halftime Show. Of course, here in just, just a minute, once the West Mesquite Band finishes up, we will bring the Pride of Falcon Nation Band to you, presented by Award Music and Terrell. A couple of the other scores from around the district, of course, the one we're keeping our the, our main eye. Or if we do, you have a main eye. Uh, yeah. Let's, keep, let's, <laughs> let's just say that feels like that should be a thing. So I'm going to say, <laughs> keeping our main eye 
on the uh, the Lovejoy Poteet game, and at halftime it's 27 to seven. Lovejoy leads Poteet. I kind of mentioned it late in the second quarter about Lovejoy and really the streak that they're on. You know, they kind of are a team that wasn't picked to, to make it to the playoffs. You know, it's supposed to be uh, Highland Park, West Mesquite, Poteet, and Wiley East. That was supposed to be the four teams making it in. Lovejoy was probably the first team on the outside looking in. That was basically preseason rankings. Uh, and it's turning out to be quite different as Highland Park still up there at front. West Mesquite kind of slotting in there so far at number two, unless they can get they get beat tonight by North Forney. Uh, and then Lovejoy coming in there as the third team in, in North Forney as the fourth team as it stands right now. That could kind of change. So two of those teams that weren't picked to, to do very well are, uh, are right now on their way to uh, making playoffs with a you know, game and a half to go. You know, in you know, we'll be able to learn a little bit more from your friend next week. But even if North Forney goes in as the number two of the Division II schools in our district, with the district that will be compared, you know, go up against in by district, I guess, it, the, I believe the, the chances are still in, in favorable of the Falcons. Well, I mean, that's it's guaranteed who what district we will play. We'll play the uh, District 16-5A, and basically that's all the East Texas schools. Uh, your Mount Pleasant, your Texarkana High. Lindell, uh, I believe, is in that. I think, yeah, well, I don't know if Lindell is or not. I don't know if Lindell is. I have to double check that. I know, like, Marshall, I know, is, I believe. Uh, I think you have Marshall Greenville and Sulphur Springs. Uh, I think Pine Tree, Pineville, Paul, all, Pine, Pine Tree is a Longview school, yeah. yeah. Pine Tree and Hallsville. Uh, so those are some of those teams that you'd kind of be matched up with, looking at maybe somebody like Greenville or uh, somewhere like that, is you would get, if you finished, you would basically finish, uh, if you finished as the higher of the two smallest schools in this district, then you would play the number one team, or the number two team uh, from that district, 16-5A. Of the you, small schools. Of the small schools. Yeah, of the small schools. And so, like I said, that's getting somebody like uh, Greenville or – Pine Tree or Hallsville, somebody like that. Uh, so yeah, that that it's already guaranteed what district you're playing. It kind of they have to kind of sort out their own district to see exactly who the opponent will be. And then of course, this is really looking far ahead. But as a broadcaster, I get to kind of do that. Uh, <laughs> the second round would be against somebody like a Frisco Lone Star or Frisco uh, Reedy. Frisco Reedy's really came on this year, so it kind of. Uh, Kind of depends on you'll get one of those two schools more than likely in that second round. Uh, but some of the other scores from around the district course that we touched on the 27 7 Lovejoy over Poteet, which is what we want. I wanted, that's the point I wanted to make before. Uh, if, if Lovejoy beats Poteet, that keeps it from being a three way top because that would kind of give Lovejoy actually the advantage over us as far as placing in the district. Uh, and so that would that would kind of help us out, keeping us out of a three way tie, which would come to point differential, which if it did come down to that, we have a pretty good point differential. But now with Lovejoy putting a whooping on Poteet, they're going to take over the point differential. They're up. They would have a plus 22 point differential right now between the three of, of these schools uh, in their games, and we would have a plus 10, and Poteet would have like a minus 30. So they're going to be the odd ones out if we ended up in a three-way tie. But with Lovejoy beating Poteet. So far, that keeps us out of that three-way right, tie, yeah. and that's that's really what we want. And honestly, you know, if you take if you beat West Mesquite tonight and you win next week, everything's kind of taken care of for you. You can kind of go go about your business. 
But there's still a long way to go. We got the second half of this game still to play. North 40 leads 35-24, but West Mesquite does get the second half kickoff to start things off. So they'll have a chance to go ahead and cut that to a one-score game. Uh, then, of course, we still got the Unity Bowl next week, which uh, we're yet to see that I'm aware of being in 40 all my life. But we're yet to see a game between the two schools where North 40 is favored going into it. Even last year, uh, being pretty close to the only match, 40 was the team that was picked to win that. They ended up winning pretty handily. So you never know how that's going to turn out with North 40 being not the underdog for the first time in that in that series. So a lot, a lot of left to play is, is what I'm getting at. So many things can happen, including the second half here still to go. The other scores from around the district, uh, Wiley East uh, at halftime beating Forney 29-21. Uh, it's been a really tough year for the, for the, for the Jackrabbits. And I'm, I'm sure not many of the North Forney fans are, are all too sad about that. <laughs> And over uh, Royce City Highland Park, 35 to nothing at halftime uh, as they lead the Bulldogs there. And that was pretty much expected. Highland Park will probably finish number one in the district. They'll move on as they're the defending state champs in 5A Division One, And uh, they will start here going into playoffs as the number one team. Uh, here in just a second, looks like the Pride of Falcon Nation band is about ready to come onto the field. And once they do, we will turn that over to you. And once again, the Proud of Falcon Nation Band is brought to you by our friends over at Award Music. For all your musical needs, including repair, rental, and sales, call Award Music today at 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. And once they finish up, we will come back with the second half kickoff as we finish this one out here from Citibank Stadium. It's 35-24, Falcons lead. Let's go ahead and cut. We'll go. Uh, you're listening to KFNY Sports True, Texas Radio. You know what we won't go quite yet. They're gonna. They're going to slow play this one on me. I'd be a little upset if I was one of the drill team ladies out there that were having to keep that stand to the one leg crossed over with the salute going on. Like, Yeah, it looks like they're having to get their, their pit set up. Of course, uh, West Mesquite had to get all their stuff out of the way. And then, of course. Uh, oh, okay. Well, now they're here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right, so well. we'll take a break. We will see you on the other side of the Proud Net Falcon Nation band. We get set for the second half kickoff. 35-24. You're listening to KFMY Sports True Texas Radio.
Nation Band brought to you at Award of Music and Tarot. And that, of course, is the Forney Air Halftime Show. We'll take a quick step away, and we'll be back with the second half kickoff live from Citibank Stadium. It's the Falcons 35, Wranglers 24. It's KFMY Sports, True Texas Radio. Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. As temperatures cool, call Forney Air. Your hometown independent American Standard Air Customer Care dealer is here to make sure you stay comfortable. No matter the temperature outside, Forney Air can help. Give them a call at 214-924-9745 to schedule an appointment and let their expert technicians keep your system in tip-top condition. That number once again is 214-924-9745. That's Forney Air at 214-924-9745 or find them online at ForneyAirAndHeat.com. 
Hey, y'all, this is Will Riggs, and I want to tell you about Young Ideas, your dish-authorized retailer. At Young Ideas, they believe in the power of listening. They believe it so much that Dish is the first TV provider to partner with another great listener, Amazon Alexa. Now, you can easily tell Alexa to do things like find your favorite show, search for movies, or play your team's game without ever touching a remote. To learn more, call Young Ideas today at 903-560-9150. We're local and tuned in to you. Restrictions apply. For full details, call Young Ideas at 903-560-9150. You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. about ready for the start of the second half. West Mesquite gets the ball. Falcons lead 35 to 24. There's still a lot of football to be played. 24 minutes of game time to be exact. Of course, Poteet is losing to Lovejoy. So if Lovejoy wins that one, and North Forney were to lose tonight, North Forney would be the fourth place team in playoff still because they would have the uh, same record as Poteet, but the tiebreaker over them. So that would put a lot of pressure on next week's game against Forney to have to win. But also, Poteet will take on the West Mesquite team. This is true. This is true. So, I mean, that's, West Mesquite could lose the next two games. And if that happens, if things still kind of go your way, which they should, you could still sneak in even losing this week and next week. But we're not going to do that. We're going to win this week and that next week, too. Got some stats. Well, Read them out. Throw yeah. them out there, yeah. For the North Forney side, Kobe's 9 for 17, 192 yards. Calvin Rivera on the ground has 87 yards. Nate Miller has 30 yards on four carries. Um, Rivera, those are 12 carries for 87 yards. And then Suits has 13 yards. Uh, Receiving-wise, Jane Barral leading the pack, 114 yards. Corey Mayfield, 31 yards. Barclay, excuse me, Jackson Ennels, 30 yards. And Jordan Carroll, 17 yards. That's from guys at Forney Messenger. And, again, that is North Forney stats. For West Mesquite, Connor Neal, he's got 67 yards total through the air. Curtis Williams, just barely over 100. He's got 103 yards. And then Ty Jordan has 30 Eight yards receiving wise, they have looks like Alex Walker for 29 yards, Dylan Wright for 15, Alex Perkins for five, and Curtis Williams. He's got 18 yards through the air. So, but keeping Curtis Williams to barely over 100 is not bad for the defense. It, it really, it, especially when you think that he had that one long run on third down, which is about a 40 yard run. You take that away, and he's got just about over 60 yards in the first half. And I'll take that any day of the week. And honestly, I'll probably even take 108 yards and a half for him. I think that you'll still be all right with the way your offense could score. We are waiting on the field as, you know, this day and age, every team's got their big fog machine that they have to have when you run through. Got to run through the fog and make it look really cool. And because of that, the way it's kind of setting is that fog is just kind of hovering over the field. And it kind of looks like a little scary, sleepy hollow situation. Twilight Zone. Now, if this was an NFL game, they're playing this sucker. Yeah. You know, because it was a couple weeks ago they had the uh, the Patriots and the Falcons played on a Sunday night game in Foxborough in, at the Patriots Stadium. And uh, and there was a heavy fog, and you couldn't – like when they zoomed out and had the, the zoomed out view, like the regular view of the game, 
uh, you couldn't see anything. It was just literally fog, and they had to keep zooming in and using the close-up cameras and the, the sky cam and all that to, to do play-by-play. But they kept playing, even though you couldn't see anything. Here, you can you can see it. It's a little hazy, but you know it's just a little bit of a fog cloud. It's just hanging over the, the field, and it's it's not moving. That's the thing. There's no breeze. Look at the flags over there. They oh, are yeah. not moving at all, and that's been really different from the last four or five games that we had, especially last week's game where it was a good 15, 20 mile hour wind in the north. This is not that. This is, this wind ain't going anywhere. Maybe they should take the whole side of the north 40 side of the fans and just take one big breath of air and blow, see if they can blow that, <laughs> that fog out of the way. Because it's not moving anywhere, and it looks like they're content to it's wait not, until it does. It's not too cool. I do see that Coach Jackson put the long sleeves on, I guess, because the temperature will drop a little bit. It's perfect for us. It started The game yeah. started at 67 degrees. And we said with no wind, it, it might be even a couple of degrees warmer than that. As the, the players on both sides, the kicking team and the coverage team, are both stretching on the sidelines, trying to stay loose. It might be another couple of minutes before we get this game started. I don't know who exactly. Is it just the head official that's holding this thing up? Or is there a UIL official somewhere that won't let them play? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know, in Louisiana they have some, guy, some guys up in the booth um, doing the clock and all that stuff. But it was the white hat on the field that still ran everything. So, Well, that's what they have. I know they have somebody that, that keeps an eye out for weather, like lightning and stuff. There's a designated – person for that, not necessarily the official. He'll come tell the officials, hey, there's lighting in the area, or hey, this or that. And if that's not the case, I mean, that might not be the case here with, you don't have a fog official? <laughs> I don't know. Now, keep in mind that West Mesquite does get the ball coming out of half. You know, they're down by 11. So, you know, two scores still. But you know, they can score fairly quickly, but the defense, and we, we talked to some guys at halftime, you know, they're definitely staying focused, and they said there's a lot of ball game left, still got a lot to do. So the coaches are focused, I know. The team looks focused. Dave sent me a picture. Dave from uh, Forney Embroidery texted in on the, the Young Ideas text toy line at 469-355-0362. Sent me a couple pictures. Looks like have some T-shirt ideas he has for the Unity Bowl. One's a big falcon. Looks like it's chasing a jackrabbit, which – Kind of hurts me a little bit. <laughs> I don't like little jackrabbits get picked on like that, but They're softy. <laughs> uh, then he's also got another one that's got a big. It looks like a big 18 wheeler that looked like it ran over a jackrabbit, and uh, <laughs> and another one that says "Silly Rabbit, you look scared." Unity Bowl 2017. So I bet he's got those up on his Facebook page. If he doesn't, Dave put those up so people can kind of go look those, check those over, and uh, look at those and see if they want want to uh, grab one of those for the Unity Bowl next week. Some pretty cool ideas there. Of course, it'll be weird next week looking over at the away set of stands and uh, and seeing all the blue from the, the prior. I mean, because you look now, there's hardly anybody over there for yeah. West Mesquite, maybe 150-ish. You look over there next week, and it's probably going to be filled from one end to oh, the other no with doubt. blue, nothing but blue and black. The fog is still just kind of settling over the field, and looks like the, the refs are just kind of chilling. Looks like they might be uh, eh, they might be ready to reconvene here and get this room ready to go. And so the West Mesquite coach is really trying to push things along. He keeps coming over and talking to the White Hat, saying, "All right, are we ready yet? <laughs> we got a long drive back home, I guess." Yeah, <laughs> and, and, you know that. I guess the team that's down wants to get out here and, and go. You know, that's I would imagine that's kind of how they're feeling. 
35-24 is our score. We're waiting to get started in the second half with the kickoff. Looks like both uh, kickoff teams are coming back out there now. We've still got 24 minutes of football left to play. I have one guy that texts me and said it should be delay a game on West Mesquite because it's their fog machine. That <laughs> and honestly, it looked like there was fog on our end too because they both did fog machines and just the air is not blowing either way of it. But uh, on West Mesquite's end, it was a little bit heavier. That's the one that's still kind of sticking around. But we're we're ready to go now. You Poteet, know both teams uh, Poteet are, yeah. scored to start the second half over against Lovejoy. So it's 27-14 Lovejoy. And North Forney will be kicking this one off from right to left to start the second half from their own 40-yard line. Carlos Rodriguez doing the kicking duties. And he's going to kick this one away deep. It's going to be filled at about the 12-yard line there by number one, Drake Cheatham. Cheatham started up the middle. Now he's going to try to bounce it around the right side and stretch out across the 30, and he'll be brought down near the 35-yard line. And ridden out of bounds, and that will be where West Mesquite will start the second half. It's really good containment there by number 13, Ulrike Branch, for the Falcons. Really did a good job on not letting uh, – Cheatham getting any space. So first and 10 from the 35-yard line for the Wranglers. They trail North 40, 35-24 as we start quarter number three. Now you got Jordan covering number nine right, which is interesting. Last, you know, during the first half it was. For Lowe or even Mayfield Jr. Yeah. Jordan is definitely a bigger cornerback. He goes about 6'3". As they hand it off to Williams around the left side, breaks a couple of tackles, still on his feet, trying to spin away, still pulling a, a couple of guys with him. That's going to be a gain of seven on the play. And bring up second down and three. I know Jordan's tall because I did the uh, the talent talk, talk interview yeah. with him. And it's just uh, the couple weeks ago I did Colby. And then this past week it was Jordan Carroll. They're probably the two tallest guys on the team. Can be standing about 6'3". And it's just my little 5'8 on good days self. Just It's embarrassing <laughs> to be next to those guys. They're so tall. In the shotgun formation, second and three for Neal and the Wranglers. Got a running back on each side. He's going to turn and hand it off. This time it's Ty Jordan. Jordan's going to have the first down in the middle of the field. He'll get out to the 47, and it's a new set of chains for the Wranglers here. You know, they're moving the ball, but at least they're able to really keep them contained inside the hashes. They're not letting them get outside the space, which, as we've said many times, is where those guys can hurt you. Well, it's kind of a weird start to the second half. You know, as much energy as we had in that second quarter, and because of the weight, the delay, that energy has just been zapped really from both sides. I mean, both stands are quiet. Both sidelines really aren't moving around very much. The offense isn't moving very fast. They turn and hand this one off to Williams. Williams trying to get around the left outside, trying to get past – De La Haas. De La Haas does a good job of holding on to him, but he does get about seven on the play again. De La Haas has really done well tonight, special teams and defense. You know, he, he comes in a lot, especially in the later part of games on offense, but he's really making his mark on the defense and special teams tonight. Well, what they've done kind of is, is kind of move some defensive guys around, you know, because of the injury to uh, Devin Beeman, defensive tackle, but one of probably the best defensive linemen maybe on North Forney's team. Uh, they moved Willie Thomas, who was playing middle linebacker. They moved him to his position at defensive tackle, brought in Galen Brown, and they've reshuffled the secondary a little bit. Neil drops back to throw. He's got a man over the middle of the field, and it's incomplete through the hands of number five, Alex Walker, and that's going to bring up third and four. Good coverage there by a host of 
Falcon secondary. I know you had Chris Furlow, you had Glendale Haas, and some other guys on that play. Now the Falcon crowd starting to get into it as it's a big third down. Ball on the Falcon 47-yard line. The Wranglers need four for a first. They're going to turn and hand it off to Williams. Williams dancing. He's going to have the first and then brought down after about a yard further. And once again, a new set of downs for the Wranglers. Coming up on 10 minutes to play in the third quarter. 35-24, the Falcons are on top. Of course, we've got the DISH satellite, Young Ideas uh, text toy line run, up and running. You text in, and we're going to have a timeout from North Forney. Coach Jackson is livid as they were trying to get somebody on the field, a late substitution onto the field, and Coach Jackson is not happy with his own side. So we'll take a timeout as well. 35-24, Falcons still on top. Let's just keep driving to start the third quarter. You're listening to KFMY Sports, True Texas Radio. Temperatures cool, call Forney Air. Your hometown independent American Standard Air Customer Care dealer is here to make sure you stay comfortable. No matter the temperature outside, Forney Air can help. Give them a call at 214-924-9745 to schedule an appointment and let their expert technicians keep your system in tip-top condition. That number once again is 214-924-9745. That's Forney Air at 214-924-9745 or find them online at forneyairandheat.com. Trying to say before that timeout, we had the Young Ideas Dish Satellite text toy line up and running. So if you feel feel free to text in any comments about the game or the broadcast, you just want to say hey. That number is 469-355-0362 as the Wranglers get set with a first and 10 from the 43. Neil's going to roll out to his right. He's got a man in the flat. It's caught inside the 35-yard line, trying to get down to the 30. Finally upended, and that was number 26. Adam Chavera on the reception, and that's good for a Wrangler first down. The Wranglers moving the ball pretty well, not getting any big, big chunks, just a few yards at a time. But it's moving the ball down the field. Under 10 minutes to play here. In quarter number three, West Mesquite got the ball to start the second half, and they're really taking their sweet time. And I'm going to bet we're going to have to have a timeout here by West Mesquite. Yep, as they had some definite confusion on their offensive side getting guys in and out. And they're going to have to also burn a timeout. So with 9.22 remaining in the third quarter, it's the Falcons 35, the Wranglers 24. It's KFY Sports, True Texas Radio. Hello, Goonville, Texas. This is Tracy Gray of Guest and Gray Attorneys at Law. Hard work, determination, teamwork. These traits are the backbone of any successful organization. These words also describe this year's North Forney Falcons football team. That is why everyone at Guest and Gray supports Coach Randy Jackson and the Goons. We also wish the best of luck this school year to all North Forney educators, students, and parents. Go Falcons! So first and ten for the Wranglers. They had to burn a timeout, as did North Forney, with only a couple minutes gone. In the third quarter, both teams have had to do that, so they're both now with two timeouts remaining for the rest of the game. 35 to 24, Falcons are on top. West Mesquite took the, they got the ball to start the second half, and they have been driving down the field slowly but surely, converting on a couple of third downs. Neal in the pistol formation is gonna turn and hand it off to Curtis Williams. He cuts it up and he's gonna be brought down after a game of just two. 
Roby Robinson coming in to make a play. Help clean it up is KC Cornelius. Falcons defense has been really good tonight. I've been impressed. They you know, gave up 100 yards to Williams. A lot of that came on one play, about a 40, 45 yard run late in that second quarter. Other than that, they've done a really good job of kind of keeping him bottled up. A big difference from him and what they did with Corbin Johnson against Wiley East early in the district play. Neil drops back. He's going to have to turn and look and now throw over the middle. He's got a man inside the five. It's caught. A touchdown, West Mesquite. Down the middle of the field. It was the third option for Neil, and that one is complete to number 11, Alex Perkins, for the touchdown. And that was good for the 28-yard TD. And Glendale Hall's around his heels. It was just an elevated throw that Perkins was able to just get up and grab and come down with it. So really just a good athletic play there. 8.44 left in the third. And it looks like West Mesquite's going to probably go for two here. As they trail by five right now. So two-point conversion would cut this to a field goal game. But they're also running out of time to get this play off if they want to do it. Neal in the shotgun. He'll get the snap. He's going to roll out to his right. We've got a flag on the play. He's going to try to get to the end zone. He's going to be pushed out. Did he get there? They're going to say no, it looks like. But there's also a flag on the play. So if that is no, I would bet North Forney is going to decline this one. It's going to be illegal motion on the offense. Penalty is declined. Two-point conversion is no good. So the Falcons lead 35-30 with 8.44 to play in the third quarter. It's Wally and Jerry for KFY Sports. You're listening to True Texas Radio. Your next new car is waiting for you at Musser's Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell. All About Floors is a proud sponsor of the 40 community. Call and set up your free estimate whether you need a new shower, new carpet, or new wooden floors. Give All About Floors a call. Pets? Kids? No problem. All About Floors can help you choose the right product for your busy family and all your flooring needs. Call All About Floors today at 972-564-5533. That's 972-564-5333. Or find us online at allaboutfloorsandmore.com. All About Floors says, Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. And this kickoff return taken out to the 18-yard line by Corey Mayfield, Jr. And now it's a one-score game now. The Falcons offense has got some pressure on them to go down the field. 35-30, North Forney still leads. 8.37 to play in the third quarter. Kobe brings the offense back out onto the field. Calvin Ribeiro will come in at running back. They've got the two H-backs set up with Michael Court and Chiapuzio. Two receivers, on each side, one on each side of the field. Kobe takes the snap, hands it off to Ribeiro. Up the middle of the field, he's got a pretty decent run. And he's going to spin out of a tackle for a gain of five on the play. Out to the 23, and that'll bring up second down and five. And they hustle back to the line of scrimmage, same formation. Kobe in the shotgun, looking for the snap. He's going to get it here. He's going to hand it off to Ribera. A nice little run here, a couple of gain of a couple more, just short of a first down. It's going to be third and a long one. I'm sure they'll go with the same game plan or Kobe may keep it. 
it off to Ribeiro. Ribeiro dances in the backfield, trying to get the first. He lunges. Oh, he didn't have it at first, but that last little lunge, I thought he was going to be stopped short, but that last lunge gets him about a foot past the first down marker, and that's a that's a big play, a smart heads-up play from Calvin Ribeiro. Again, that just speaks Back to, to his line of scrimmage. Again, they're going to get a too many men on the field penalty as Ribeiro runs out on an eight-yard gain. They're going to get too many men on the field as the Wranglers are trying to substitute, and they couldn't do it. You know, that's part of the, the sub-tempo offense and the beauty of it. You know, against Highland Park, they didn't get the call a lot. There were several times where they didn't get the call. And it looks like Coach Jackson is going to want to decline this one. There's this gain of, I'm going to say maybe eight on the play. Of course, too many men on the field. Oh, they're going to say yeah. an illegal substitution on North Forney. I don't, I don't understand it. Do you? No. They kept the same personnel out there, didn't they? I, that's what I thought. The refs are still kind of talking this one over right over the ball, so maybe let's see if they redo this. They're going to say legal substitution. Okay, so they, they corrected. Legal substitution. Too many men on the field for the Wranglers. North Forney chooses to decline that. So it's going to bring up second down and two from their own 36-yard line, 37-yard line. Kobe hands it off to Rivera. He's got a little crease. He gets the first down. He's going to be met by a couple of Wranglers, but he does have the first man. Rivera, such a tough runner. He takes the brunt of that, but keeps his leg moving for a couple extra yards as he took on four Wrangler defenders. He backs away from nothing. I tell you, he had two big guys staring him right in the face. Kobe in the shotgun again, back to the line of scrimmage. First and 10 from their own 42. This time he's going to look. He's going to throw on the slant. Jackson Ennels, and it's through the hands of Ennels. And that one they're going to want back because he had a step on the inside. That was good for at least a first down. Ennels couldn't bring it in. I had the chance of meeting Calvin Ribeiro's parents down on the field before the game. They're big fans, to say the least. <laughs> of you, Wally. <laughs> yeah, uh, of me, but also of the broadcast. And they were really nice people, and I can see where where Calvin gets it from. Hand off to Rivera, speaking of Calvin. And he's going to be met right at the line of scrimmage. You are to them as suits is to you. Is, is that a good comparison? It sounded like <laughs> it. <laughs> it sounded like it. A gain of one they're going to give them, so it brings up third and nine. Lovejoy leads Poteet late in the third quarter, 41-21. to 21. And Hayden from Texas 5A Sports is telling me that looks like we'll either get Pine Tree or Sulphur Springs as the first-round matchup. Kobe takes the snap. He's going to look. He's going to throw. It's complete to Jackson Hills. He's got a first down outside the numbers. Still on his feet. Finally gets brought down and takes two regular defenders. They had two guys and only one covered on that side of the field, and they actually threw it to the guy who was covered. But it still works out. I think West Whiskey kind of caught it the last second. Hey, get over there, get over there, because Court Carroll was uncovered in the slot. Sulphur Springs, a storied program, a state championship program from not too long ago. Colby in the shotgun. He's in the empty back set. He's back there by himself. Takes the snap. He's going to run out to his right now, cut up the field, and he's going to be met right away. As West Mesquite was all over that, they're going to give a loss of one on that one. The pass game has been there for Kobe when he's had time. And you could say that about a lot of a lot of teams, a lot of offenses, but a couple of times he's dropped back and he's gotten pressure from the edge and he's been sacked. But when he's had time to set in there and make a throw, it's usually been pretty beneficial for the Falcons. 
The running game has been pretty decent. That's what's got them down to this point here pretty much as they've got a second and 11 from the West Mesquite 43. Kobe takes the direct snap, keeps it himself, cuts it back up the middle of the field. Pushing the pile, pushing the pile. And gain of almost five on the play. I think what's helped them you know, on the ground is being able to come at them a few different you know, ways. Kobe's ran, you know, Bears run, and Nate Miller got some, some good yards early on. One thing we haven't seen, we probably we might not see the entire game, is the jet sweep. We had it a couple of games ago against Roy City, and it really worked. Uh, we haven't seen it. We, we saw a couple times against Lovejoy, too, and it worked. This time a handoff to Rivera. He spins away from a tackle near a first down marker. They're going to give him a bad spot. It's going to be about a yard mm. short. I thought he fell right at the first down marker. Mm. So it's going to bring up fourth down and one. Fourth down and well, that's almost two. That, I just don't like that spot at all. Ball down to the 30, just outside the 33-yard line of West Mesquite, and it's a fourth and almost two for the Falcons' offense. Suits in the shotgun. He's got Rivera to his right. Loading up the line of scrimmage is West Mesquite, and we got to have offsides on West Mesquite anyways. Calvin does fall ahead. Looks like the first down, but as West Mesquite was kind of crowding the line of scrimmage and bringing up pressure, it looks like one of them might have been lined up offsides, and that's the flag we're going to get. So either way, it's a first down for North Forney. So that will move the chains, it looks like. Man, just what a slugfest this game has been. It's 35-30, and we have the offsides on the Wranglers. 35-30, and it's been, you know, it looked like North Warren was maybe trying to break this one open, but West Mesquite being the, the story team and story program that they are, they're not going to go away without a fight, and they, they're, they're definitely capable of winning this thing as well. Under five minutes in the third. First and 10 from the Wrangler 29 for Colby. He drops back. He's looking. He's looking. He's got a man deep. It's Carroll. And he's got separation, and it goes through the hands of Carroll. The usually very sure-handed Jordan had that one inside the five, and that just went through his hands. You know, just a, it stretched him out just a little bit. But still, another bad place ball. You know Jordan Carroll want that one back. Back to the line of scrimmage. Kobe hands it off to Rivera. Rivera gets met in the backfield, tries to spin away from that tackle, and finally gets brought down. A tough run that results in a no gain, and that's going to bring up a third and ten. Big third down here because you really need to score. You need to get something on the board this drive with West Mesquite chomping at your heels. I'd imagine, again, this is four down territory. As Kobe's going to go with the empty back set as Rivera comes off the field. Two receivers to the left on the, the wide side. With one receiver to the short side on the right. Kobe drops back. He's looking. He's looking. He's looking. He's got some time. He fires. It's caught by Jackson. Knows this on the 20. Makes a man miss. Trying to outrun to the end zone. It's on the five. Touchdown, Jackson Ennels. And the Falcons have scored again. Wow, that was an incredible vision. Incredible run after catch by Jackson Ennels. Just great, great awareness there. He had the 10-yard in route that would have been caught right at the first down marker. But when he caught it, he planted. And the defender kind of took that step forward. And around the backside, Went Jackson Hills and really just it was a foot race that he won to the end zone. Special teams coming out for the Falcons. Kobe's looking to the sideline to see if they want to try to run something else other than just the extra point. Extra point here puts you up by 12. That extra, if you went for two, doesn't really give you much. It doesn't. The extra point kick is up. It is good. So with that, the Falcons lead 42 to 30 with four minutes even remaining in the third quarter. You're listening to Wally and Jaren for KFY Sports on True Texas Radio. Hello, Goonville, Texas. This is Tracy Gray of Guest and Gray Attorneys at Law. Hard work, determination, teamwork. These traits are the backbone of any successful organization. 
These words also describe this year's North Forney Falcons football team. That is why everyone at Guest and Gray supports Coach Randy Jackson and the Goons. We also wish the best of luck this school year to all North Forney educators, students, and parents. Go Falcons! Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. Be sure to download our free mobile app, now available on iTunes and Google Play. This is KFNY, True Texas Radio. Rodriguez set to kick off for the Falcons. It'll be a squid kick down the middle of the field. Bounced and picked up just outside the 15-yard line there and brought out. A nice return across midfield. He's got room to run. Hogwood trying to be the only player left to take him down. Still on his feet, brought down at the 11-yard line. A huge return from number four, Demarcus Crockett. It's a couple of times now that it's been big returns from, from West Mesquite, and that's not the first time that's happened in a game this year against the Falcons. Their, their kickoff coverage just has not been very good for most of the year. So first and, well, they're going to give it first and goal from the 10-yard line of North 40 for the Wranglers after the big kickoff return. Neal in the shotgun. He'll take the snap. He'll hand it off to Ty, Ty Jordan. Ty Jordan wanted to bounce this one out to the left side. Picks up a block on the edge inside the five, and he's going to be taken out right before he gets to the goal line. A couple of nice blocks on the edge as he cut that one back. He tried to sneak a foot there right at the end of the run, but they were able to knock him out right before he crossed the pylon. They're going to say inside the one-yard line, so we'll see what West Mesquite tries to do here to punch until their touchdown in. Neal in the shotgun, takes the snap, hands it off. Ty Jordan met at the goal line, but he's going to push his way through, and it's a touchdown, West Mesquite. So the Wranglers staying knocking at the door. 42-36 with the extra point coming up. 331 to play in the third. Of course, after the game is over, I know we still got a quarter and almost a half to play. Win or lose after the game's over, we will have the Soul Man's Barbecue post-game show. We'll break everything down. Got a flag on the extra point. Came from the back, or the guy standing under the uprights. Phil Judge here. So we'll wait and see what this call is before we go to break. See if it might be assessed on the they're talking to West Mesquite, so they're gonna it's gonna be probably on North 40. Look. Offsetting. No. no, it was a penalty on North 40 that got declined. So the extra point kick is up and good. So it's 42-37. We'll stay right here since we're already they're already near the sideline, ready to come back out there. Of course, once again, the text toy line is up and running. If you've got some questions for the post-game show, uh, or questions or comments about the broadcast, or 
you just want to say hey, you can give any shout outs or anything, you can do that. That number is 469-355-0362. Number is 469-355-0362. And of course, we will have Falcon Spirit Night live from Soul Man's Barbecue Monday night, 630 to 8.30 in preparation for the Unity Bowl. Win or lose tonight, that Unity Bowl is gonna have <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna have a lot of uh, a lot of electricity building up to yeah. it all week long, regardless of what North Forney does here tonight. We're still hoping for a win against these Wranglers. They're up by five, 42-37 are the Falcons. They're getting ready to return this one. It's going to be fielded about the three-yard line there by Mayfield Jr. This time he's going to fake the reverse. He's got some room to run on that far side. Cuts it up the middle of the field. He's got some space again. He picks up a nice block. The 40-yard line finally gets pushed out as he gets right near midfield. A nice block there. I think that was Jackson in, or maybe Jaden Barral on the block. And Corey Mayfield Jr. with another nice return. It's out. They're going to say he stepped out at the 46-yard line. That'll be first and 10. It's a big return there. You know, you let the Wranglers get a nice return all the way down to the 10 on the last kickoff. This time you get at least get back out to the 46. Gives your offense good field position. 3.20 to play in the third. Kobe brings the offense back out of the field. He's got Jordan Carroll as a receiver to his right and in the bunch formation, three receivers to the left. With Nate Miller as the running back. Kobe draws back. He's looking left, looking left. Now he's going to try to take off and run. He gets tripped up. A nice tackle by number 55. That's Matthew Bechi. And that's a loss of five on the play. And that's going to bring up second down and 16 now from the Falcons' own 41-yard line. Falcons going with the unbalanced offensive line. It's three offensive linemen to the right side of the center. They're going to throw it back to the left. It's Barral. Barral's got some room to run. He picks up a block, cuts back in here midfield, still on his feet, and gets taken out as he gets across midfield down to the 49 of the Wranglers. And that's a nice chunk of that big loss back. And that's going to make it third and five. Coming up on two and a half now, left in the third quarter. The offense slowing things down a little bit here, not quite as up-tempo as they were. Yeah, in the last drive, they were up to the line of yeah. Sherman's quickly, and they can do that on a dime, too. They're going to fake the handoff to Miller, and Kobe gets met in the backfield and dropped for a loss of a yard. And we've got some pushing and shoving going on late near the North Forney sideline. No flags, hmm. much to Coach Jackson's dismay. So fourth and seven now, ball at midfield and an interesting decision coming up here for the Falcons. Do they try to go for it and risk having great field position for the Wranglers only being down one score? Or do they punt this one in and try to pin back the Wranglers? And looks like they're gonna go for it. Same formation, a bunched formation to the left. Kobe draws back, he's being pressured right away. He's gonna scramble out to his right, he gets taken down in the backfield, sacked. And that's a big sack from court. Courtney Pruitt. Mm. Off the edge again, and that is what has caused the Falcons problems all night long. When Kobe draws back to pass, he doesn't face pressure up the middle. It's been that pressure rounding in, and it's usually that outside linebacker or cornerback or somebody coming down off the edge that is just unaccounted for. They don't, don't nobody picks him up. They're having some protection issues tonight. Even with the extra H back back there. So Neal in the Wrangler offense now will start out from the Falcon 42. 
Had Williams in the backfield, but he spins out of it. Now he's got a big gain inside the 30, still on his feet, finally brought down inside the 25-yard mm. line in the backfield. I think that was maybe Barclay Ford who had him back there, and he just couldn't get his hands on him enough. First and 10 now from the Falcon 24. West Mesquite moving the ball again, threatening to take the lead. The handoff, this time it's Ty Jordan around the right side, cuts up, and he's going to be met after a gain of, well, none. And we got more pushing and shoving after the play. No flags, a lot of whistles. They're letting them, they're letting them play a little bit. Not necessarily a good thing. Under a minute to play in the third quarter. Falcons clinging to a five-point lead. Second down and 10 for West Mesquite at the 24-yard line of North 40. Neal in the pistol formation with Jordan behind him. He's going to fake the handoff throughout into the left flat. It's caught there at the 20-yard line, avoids a defender, and then brought down by the same guy, but that's a gain of eight on the play, and that's going to bring up a third and two for the Falcons' 17. And probably four down territory here for the Wranglers. They have a field goal kicker with some range, but being down by five, they may go ahead and go for it. Ten seconds left in the third quarter. Let's see if they get a playoff here. Neal's in the pistol formation again. He'll take the snap, hands it off. It's Jordan. Jordan's got the first down. Hurdles over a defender. Gets down inside the 10-yard line, and that will bring us to the end of the third, and we've got a shootout here. 42-37, Falcons clinging to that five-point lead. But West Mesquite now in goal-to-go territory in the foul on the Falcons. You're listening to KFY Sports, True Texas Radio. Do you ever just want to get away or celebrate an event? Well, look no further. Christy Lynn Travel can help you achieve those dreams and help you make memories that will last you a lifetime. Christy Lynn Travel is a full-service travel agency right here in Forney, but her five-star service has her servicing clients from all over the country. So don't try to do it all yourself. Take your travel needs to the expert who will take care of you. Christy Lynn Travel. Call 469-878-4248 or email christy at christylyntravel.com. If your roof is sustained, hail, wind, or any storm damage, call the professional roof experts at Maximum Construction and Restoration. They are experts in roof repair or complete roofing system replacements, and they're locally owned and operated and fully insured. We will be glad to guide you through the insurance claim process. As our customer, you can choose from our wide selection of shingles that are guaranteed to last. Call 469-595-6059 today for your free roof inspection, or find us online at MaximumConstructionTX.com. Your roofer is your life. Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. So as we start the fourth quarter, it's first and goal from the 10-yard line for the Wranglers. They trail only by five. They're looking to take the lead. And we're going to have a flag on North Forney. Curtis Williams with the handoff, trying to bounce it out to the outside, still on his feet, and he's got a touchdown. So North 40 is probably going to be pretty upset there that A, they gave up a touchdown, but B, they were running a guy out there on the field late, and that's at the end of a quarter. Coach Jackson, I, just, I would hate to be around him right now because there's no way he probably doesn't, isn't about 110 degrees. <laughs> West Mesquite looking like they're going for one. 
kick is up and good, and we've got a flag on the play. Man, this has probably been the most flagged game of the year, and I think a lot of it has come because the, both teams have just been so so chippy, so as you like to say, so chippy, I don't know really another word to describe it, so on edge maybe. Oh, this game has had so much intensity that like almost after every play, there's been pushing and shoving, two guys on the ground wrestling with each other. You know, it hasn't been a lot of personal foul calls. A lot of it's been procedural stuff, but I think just that heightened emotion. The penalty is on North Forney. It's declined. The kick is up and good. It's 40. That makes it 44-42. West Mesquite now leads. And the North Forney defense that was so good in the first, first half is starting to show some cracks in the armor here in the second half as they, they're out on the field a lot. These West Mesquite is putting together some pretty long, methodical drives. It's kind of just chewing at that, the core of the, the North Forney defense. And this is going to be a big drive for the offense as well. Wasn't able to convert or put any points on the board last time up. So, you know, they're going to make some adjustments. But they definitely need to uh, regain this lead on this drive. Well, the 42 points that the, that the Falcons have put up against West Mesquite, is the most points that the Wranglers have given up all year long. And we still got almost a full quarter to go. West Mesquite will kick this one off from their 40-yard line. It's a pooch kick. It's going to be bounce, and oh, it does just get out of bounds. And one of the players ran into the wet ref on accident. The North Forney fans didn't care. <laughs> they wanted something for that. The ref's like, no, he, it wasn't on purpose. It was an accident. He was kind of going for the ball and just happened to run into me. Ribeiro let, I think that was Ribeiro who let that ball bounce because it was right near the, the sideline and it kind of just went straight up. And it was really risky, but yeah. it did end up kind of trickling out for an illegal procedure against West Mesquite. So North 40 should start with this one, I believe, on their own 35. Right now they still have it at the spot, though. It looks like the white hat, well, they're not going to march it off. So it looks like North Forney will start it on their 23rd yard line, 23rd Maybe yard I'm line. totally missing stuff. First and 10 from, the, from their own 23-yard line from the for the Falcons. Some confusion in the backfield as Colby moves Chiapuzio from left to right as the H-back. They don't want to burn a timeout. They've only got two left. Colby's going to take the snap. He'll hand it off to Calvin. Calvin puts his head down and pulls a couple of defenders for a couple of yards, but a gain of just two on the plate. Out to the 25-yard line. Second down and eight. Under 12 minutes to play in the fourth quarter. 44-42, West Mesquite leads. It's the first time the Ringers have led since 10-6 early in the first quarter. Another handoff to Calvin. Calvin puts his head down, breaks a tackle across the 30, across the 35. Finally brought down. That time Calvin said, hey, look, I'm going to get this first down one way or another. He's really had a good game. He's really had some great runs, especially at times where they really, really needed him. Especially against this tough West Mesquite defense. Let's see if the Falcons don't maybe take a shot here on some play action. This time Colby's going to keep it off the play action. He's got a little bit of room to run. Gets tripped up and finally brought down by one foot. He's got a gain of almost eight on the play. It's going to bring up second down and a long two from the Falcons' own 44-yard line. We've talked about the skill of the West Mesquite defense, but they got some size as well. The North Forney's towing up against them. Hand off to Ribera. Ribera puts his head down right near the first down marker. 
He's going to be about a foot short. They're not going to move the chains here. And Calvin comes up a little bit hobbled. He's going to point over for Nate Miller to come in the game. He's shaking now where up they, a little Now bit. where they've got the ball, that's a first down. And that's what, let's see, if they, they're going to blow the whistle because that's going to be a first down if that's where they're marking it. Because the yep. ball is at the 47-yard line. It's touching the 47. So they are moving the chain, so it is a first down. And the, for, and the, and the first down marker was inside the 47. So that's, if that's where they're going to mark it, it's going to be a first down, and it is. It's a very unorthodox way to get a first down, <laughs> but it'll work. So a new set of downs as Nate Miller is the running back, and we're going to get a false start on the Falcons. Looks like Chiapuzio, maybe a couple other guys, but Chiapuzio is the one we can see from up here with the early movement. So they do have the first down, but now they're going to have to do it from a first and 15. Nate Miller's the running back as Callum kind of came off to the sideline, favoring what looked maybe his right leg or right ankle. He's just kind of up and walking around. I would expect him as tough as he is to see him back out there here pretty soon. Two receivers to the right. A tight end and an H back on the right side of the offense. Kobe draws back. He's got time. He's got a man. He's looking down deep to Jordan Carroll. And it's just overthrown. And double coverage down there. Trying to split the coverage. And it ended up being incomplete. So it brings up second down and 15. Ball from the own. The Falcon 42. 44-42. Wranglers lead. 10-05 to play in the game. Kobe takes the snap, drops back. He's got some time. Now he's going to have to look and throw. It's complete to Corey Mayfield Jr. Cross midfield. He's going to get a big chunk of that back. And they're going to go all the way down to the 46-yard line. And that's going to bring up third and three. Another big third. And we've had so many big third downs on both sides of the ball all night long. I don't think my stomach can take this. They're back to the line of scrimmage again. Kobe's going to keep it. He's got some room to run around the right side, but it disappears pretty quickly. But he finds the crease near a first down. I think he's going to have enough. Rivera is still on the bench drinking lots of fluids, it looks like. So maybe a little bit of cramp or, or some, just something stiffening up a little bit. Out of all the things that I cannot relate with Calvin Rivera about, drinking a lot of fluid is one. <laughs> Especially with water. Right? For me, it's you – know, Kobe in the shotgun. It's first and ten. From the West Mesquite 43. Kobe draws back. He's looking deep. He's going to look. He's going to fire the sideline. It's caught. Corey Mayfield Jr. He'll step out of bounds. At the 35-yard line, a game of almost nine on the play. It's going to bring up second down on a long one. And we do have official without his hat on. Does that mean he, did he throw a flag somewhere as well, or did somebody step out? I don't see if Corey any. Mayfield stepped out and was the first one to touch the ball. It's a penalty on North Forney. They're going to say second down, so. Or maybe, maybe he was forced out. I think that's what it was. He was forced out and then came back in. Which no is flags. Clear. Yeah, Which yeah, is we're good. We're okay. No flags on the plates. Play stands. Brings up second down. They're going to say two. Ball's at the West Mesquite 35. Falcons trail 44 to 42. Hand off to Nate Miller. He puts his head down. He's going to get a help from a couple offensive linemen, and that's going to be enough for the first down. That, that was uh, some yard gained by committee there. <laughs> they all kind of just uh, tucked it out together. Rivera comes back out on the running back. Miller will come to the sideline. First and 10 for the Falcons. 
They've made it all the way down to the West Mesquite 32, and it's been a, they're, they're taking a page out of West Mesquite's playbook, taking a lot of time off the clock with this drive. Kobe fakes the handoff. He's looking. He pump fakes. Now he's going to have to scramble out. Gets away from one defender. Now he'll throw it along the sideline, and it's incomplete. Out of bounds, and it bring up second down and 10. You know, he's, he's had to throw it away a little bit more than he's used to having to do, and that speaks to just some, some good coverage there by West Mesquite. Well, it looks like the Falcons' offense is a little bit limited because here in the first half they were having so much tr trouble blocking the edge that what they've done is have, keep those two H-backs in almost all game in the second half, and they only send two players out on routes. So it's only two players you can throw to as Kobe keeps this one and he gets no gain out of it, and that must make it th third and ten. And so, really, you're either going to run the ball, which is tough to do against this regular defense, or you've got two receivers out on routes because everybody else is having to stay in the block. And those, those two, two receivers are having a hard time getting open against the rest of the secondary from West Mesquite. That's the adjustment that has been made from the Falcons' offense. Kobe takes the snap, draws back. He's got some time. He's got some time. He's looking downfield. Carroll gets pushed out of bounds. And then we finally have a flag. I'm about to say, he got pushed two hands out of bounds. Tried to come back and make the play, but couldn't get back in time. Yeah, that was pretty dirty. The West Mesquite defender trying to say that the pass is uncatchable out of there. It wasn't. It kind of went right through Jordan's hands. He just got him up a little late. So definitely not uncatchable. Yeah, now the rest are talking this one over, too, around the 20-yard line. That ball's going to be really high for it to be uncatchable for Jordan Carroll. And I mean, it zipped by his head. I yeah. mean, it was very catchable. His, his arms were there. So let's see if they're going to keep this flag. We've got holding defensively, so that still works out for us. And that's going to be a first down for North Horning. So that should be a 10-yard penalty from, I believe, the line of scrimmage. And an automatic first. So they'll march down to the 20, looks like the 23-yard line of West Mesquite. Under eight and a half to play in the game. Falcons still trailing by two. They've got a new set of downs. A handoff to Robert. Robert cuts it to the right. Breaks a tackle and almost broke another one. Shoestring tackle barely. Or Robert was off to the races. Gain of six on the play. And if he did break that tackle, that was going to be a touchdown for the Falcons. Kobe back in the shotgun. Turns, handed off. Ribera puts his head down, still on his feet, trying to spin away. Gets down to the 15, good for a couple, and it's going to be about two yards shy of the first, bringing up third and two from the Wrangler 15. Under eight to play now, and it looks like West Mesquite's going to get timeouts. North Horny was catching him again, trying to make subs before they could get that free five yards. West Mesquite burns a timeout. We'll take a step away as well. It's Wally and Jaron for KFNY Sports. It's the Falcons 42, the Wranglers 44. You're listening to the KFNY Sports True Texas Radio. As temperatures cool, call Forney Air. Your hometown independent American Standard Air Customer Care dealer is here to make sure you stay comfortable. No matter the temperature outside, Forney Air can help. Give them a call at 214-924-9745 to schedule an appointment and let their expert technicians keep your system in tip-top condition. That number once again is 214-924-9745. That's Forney Air at 214-924-9745 or find them online at forneyairandheat.com. Seven minutes, 48 seconds is all that remains in the game. We've had a, man, this is just such a fun game back and forth. It's been 
Oh, it's been very unnerving at times. The Falcons trail by two. They've got a third and two at the West Mesquite 15-yard line. Kobe in the shotgun, Ribeiro to his left. Kobe takes the direct snap, puts his head down, trying to push the pile. Now he's going to bounce around the left side. Breaks the tackle, the team, the five, touchdown, Kobe! And the Falcons go back up on top! Holy mess! It's like he was under a pile and just popped out on top of it and said, hey guys, uh, are you looking for me? He, he put his head down. It was he, His first thought was, I'm just going to try to push this pile. You know, i, I got to kind of get caught. And then he, I think he peeked out of the corner of his eye to the left side. Whoa! There's a lot of, there's nobody over there. I'll let go to where there's nobody at. Took off around that side. He had to break one tackle that way around the legs. But he did and made it into the end zone. And the Falcons go back up again. I think a lot of those defenders thought they were tackling Kobe. And Kobe's sitting there running off to the races on the far side. And let's see what the Falcons decide to do here. They're up by four as it stands now. So an extra point will only make them up by five. So if they go for two, that will make it 50 to 44. They'll be up by Six. six. So I, I guess I can understand here a little bit. Five does you no good. Six with a touchdown extra point does you no good, but maybe a missed extra point or two field goals and you're still tied. So I guess there's really no harm here for going for two. The offense will stay out. Yeah, because even if you don't get it, it's for – You're still up by at least a, you know, a right. touchdown. They have to have a touchdown to go up. Kobe in the shotgun. He's got Ribeiro to his left. He'll fake it. Now he'll look. He'll throw. It's complete to Jordan Carroll on the inside slant. The two-point conversion is good. 7.40 to play in the fourth quarter. It's the Falcons 50 and West Mesquite 44. You're listening to KFLI Sports, True Texas Radio. Your next new car is waiting for you at Musser Chevrolet in Terrell. Musser's has been in business since 1962, making great deals on new and pre-owned cars and trucks. They also offer top-of-the-line automotive service by trained technicians with the most current diagnostic and repair equipment available. And they'll even offer you a free loan car while your GM car is serviced. Visit Musser Chevrolet today for your new Chevrolet or quality pre-owned vehicle. Musser Chevrolet is at 1212 Westmore Avenue in Terrell. All About Floors is a proud sponsor of the 40 community. Call and set up your free estimate whether you need a new shower, new carpet, or new wooden floors. Give All About Floors a call. Pets? Kids? No problem. All About Floors can help you choose the right product for your busy family and all your flooring needs. Call All About Floors today at 972-564-5533. That's 972-564-5333. Or find us online at allaboutfloorsandmore.com. All About Floors says, Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. North Forney will kick this one off. It's a squib kick down the middle of the field. And it's going to be picked up at the 25-yard line. That's Mesquite trying to run this one back around the right side again, cutting up the middle of the field, out across the 35-yard line. And every time Forney, North Forney kicks this off, it's just to hold your breath and cross your fingers. This time, not too much damage done as they get out to the 36, and that's where the Wranglers will take over. 50 to 44, North Forney back on top. Second half has been a back and forth affair. Seven and a half to play in the fourth quarter. Lovejoy is beating Poteet 48-35 with six minutes left in that game. Lovejoy will clinch a playoff spot if they win and North Forney loses. North Forney clinches if they win, right? I believe so. Hand off to Curtis Williams. He starts around the right, now bounces, now cut it back up the middle. 
We'll have a gain of four on the play out to the 40-yard line. And that'll bring up second down and six. It's a big gut check opportunity for the defense here, who especially the first half played very, very well. Kept Curtis down to just barely over 100 yards the first half, which is saying something. And the North Pointy crowd getting into this one, stomping their feet, yelling loud. It's the loudest I've probably heard them all year long. Curtis Williams takes the handoff, hesitates for a minute, then gets brought down after a gain of about three. And that's going to bring up a third and three, and this is the third down that the Falcons want. Big Willie Thomas there on that stop. Again, showing why he's such an integral part of this offense. And we got, or this defense, we got to say that that the defense has done this without Devin Beeman, who's a big part of that front. Willie Thomas is in there at middle linebacker right now. He'll take a snap, hands it off to Williams. Williams trying to get the first, he's got it. Barely, maybe two yards after the first down. It was a, it's a hard run, and that's, that's a really good running back as Curtis Williams will head over to the sideline to catch a break as Ty Jordan comes back out to take over. Six and a half to play. Falcons lead by six, 50 to 44. First and 10 for the Wranglers from their own 48-yard line in the pistol formation. Neal will move his H back now from right to left. One receiver to the right and two to the left. Ball's on the right hash. Neal takes the snap, hands it off to Jordan. Jordan trying to get to the outside. Now cut it back up. Gets brought down after a gain of six down to the North 40, 46-yard line. The Falcon defense are keeping them contained from open yardage or open, open space on the outsides. Six minutes now left in the fourth. West Mesquite only has one timeout left. The Falcons have two. Again in the pistol. North Corning would love a big play here. They're going to hand it off to Jordan. Jordan trying to bounce around the right side. He's going to get eaten up in the backfield for a loss of a yard. Willie Thomas, Casey Cornelius. Both getting back there to make a play. And coming up also to help out is Derek Holt. A big, big play. That's going to make it third and six. He had a, a what I thought was kind of a late shove there by a West Mesquite offensive guy. but A big third down, like you said a minute ago, gut check time. Might even be four down territory for the Wranglers in the pistol formation. Neal, the quarterback, he'll turn, hand it off to Williams. Williams trying to get to the right side. He's going to get dropped for a no gain on the play. That's going to bring up fourth and six. That's huge. That is absolutely huge. Defense should be very proud of that. And it looks like the offense is staying on the field. It's Ty Jordan. Excuse me, number 28. That's Ty Jordan. Ty Jordan. Yeah, they're going to have Ty Jordan and Curtis Williams at the running backs. Now, they've done that formation a couple times where the, the, those running backs have been on each side of, of Neal. This time, Jordan's going to line up and slot on the left side. Three receivers set up to this left side and one to the right. Neal takes the snap. They need six. He looks. He's going to throw to the right side. It's deflected and knocked away by Corey Mayfield Jr. And it's going to be third down. That was an incredible play. And it made me a little nervous there because it was it was up there. Mayfield made a heck of a play because the receiver had about six yards on him. Down the right sideline was number 11, Alex Perkins. And he had a couple yards and he threw it just a little bit short. And Mayfield stopped where he was going and just, he committed to saying, I'm going to jump. If I get a hand on this, I knock it away. If I don't, it's a touchdown, West yeah. Mesquite. He got maybe the last inch of his <laughs> finger on that thing and knocked it away. And that is a turnover on downs and a huge defensive stand for this Falcons team. 
And Kobe, uh, Kobe will bring the offense back out on the field, trying to ice this one away. And the message to your offense is take care of the football. Take, take care, care of, the football. of the ball. Rivera's the running back to Kobe's right. They're going to turn and hand it off to him. And he's going to be met right at the line of scrimmage. And West Mesquite bringing everything they have. They are definitely loading that box and then some. Second down and 10. The clock will run. 4.15 to play in the fourth. Again, the Wranglers have one timeout. The Falcons have two. It's still second down and 10. West Mesquite got the box loaded. Seven, almost eight guys in there. Kobe's going to fake the handoff and keep it. He's got some room to run. Puts his head down, spins out of the tackle. He's going to be about a yard, almost two yards, a long yard short of the first down. It's going to bring up third. Well, a third and almost two. Just The ball just out, just inside the West Mesquite 45. They're going to back to the line quickly. Kobe takes the snap, fakes it, keeps it, gets the first down and goes to the ground. What a move by Colby Suits. He faked the handoff, faked the defender in the backfield, and then just kind of dived ahead for the first down and then got down before he get before he could fumble the ball. We got an injured player for West Mesquite. Looks like number 14, Darian Forge, who had the early fumble return for a touchdown. And with that, we will take a step away. 3.43 to play in the fourth. Falcons up 50 to 44. Trying to ice this one away. They've got it first and 10 on the West Mesquite 41-yard line. It's KFOI Sports, True Texas Radio. If your roof is sustained, hail, wind, or any storm damage, call the professional roof experts at Maximum Construction and Restoration. They are experts in roof repair or complete roofing system replacements, and they're locally owned and operated and fully insured. We will be glad to guide you through the insurance claim process. As our customer, you can choose from our wide selection of shingles that are guaranteed to last. Call 469-595-6059 today for your free roof inspection, or find us online at MaximumConstructionTX.com. Your roofer is your life. Go Falcons! Three forty-three left to play in the fourth. My stomach hurts. I'm out of breath. My mouth is dry. But the Falcons lead fifty to forty-four, <laughs> and that's all that matters. Falcons have two timeouts. The Wranglers only have one. Yeah, there was an injured Wrangler on the field, so I would imagine as soon as this clock starts, the play clock will. Now Kobe will sit there with the offense. He's got twenty seconds to milk off of here. They should snap this with about 3.10 left to play. Kobe's in the shotgun. Rivera to his right. They'll take the snap and hand it off to Rivera. Rivera cuts back up the middle of the field. He scores free. Down to the 35. That's a gain of six. Brings up second down and four. 3.15 left in the ball game. We, you know, we talked earlier about just a few minutes ago about the big gut check that the defense was having on that fourth down. This is a big gut check for the offense. Don't give the ball back to West Mesquite. You can finish out this game if you get another first down, really. And that's, like I said, it's a, it's a gut check. How tough are you physically and mentally? West Mesquite knows you're going to run the ball. Can you still get the first? Colby takes the snap, hands it to Rivera. Rivera trying to put his head down. He does for a couple. He's going to bring it. He's going to be about two yards short. He's going to bring up third and two. And it looks like West Mesquite is going to put all their eggs in this basket as they call a timeout here. 2.39 to play. Falcons face a third and two from the West Mesquite 33 yard line, 34 yard line. 50 to 44, the Falcons lead, trying to ice it away. It's Wally and Jaren for KFY Sports, True Texas Radio. Hello, Goonville, Texas. This is Tracy Gray of Guest and Gray Attorneys at Law. Hard work, determination, teamwork. 
These traits are the backbone of any successful organization. These words also describe this year's North Forney Falcons football team. That is why everyone at Guest and Gray supports Coach Randy Jackson and the Goons. We also wish the best of luck this school year to all North Forney educators, students, and parents. Go Falcons! North Forney's offense facing a big third down, third two. It's, I would imagine, definitely four down territory here as they're at the West Mesquite 33-yard line. They need to get to the 31 to get another first down, and if they get another first down, this game will be over. 239, they're up by six. Colby in the shotgun, he's got Ribera to his right. He'll take the snap, now Colby will keep it himself. Mo makes a little stutter step in the backfield. He's got the first down, and he goes to the ground inside the 30-yard line. A nice, nifty little play in the backfield from Colby. He started just to ram his way up the middle and then kind of just paused and, you know, kind of bounced a little stutter step, shifty little stutter step to the outside to his right. And that kind of opened it up for him enough for the first down, and that should do it. This will be at two minutes when they snap the ball here. You know, a similar situation to how they were last week. They're a little bit on the more favorable end, but keeping the composure's just been a great thing. Kobe takes the snap. He's going to keep himself around the right side, puts two hands over the ball, holds on to it. He's going to have five on that one. Keeping the clock moving. And it looks like it's hard for me to do the math when it's the clock's moving and there's different downs. I can't, uh, my math skills aren't this great. But it looks like if they just, they hold on to the ball here without even getting another first down, they should just about run it all the way down. It might just be a few seconds short. Remember, North Forney has two timeouts, so what they can do on one of these plays is let the clock milk down all the way to a second and call a timeout to really figure out what they're going to do. Kobe in the shotgun. Again, he'll keep the snap. Puts his head down. Just goes down right here at the 20-yard line. A gain of two on the play. That's going to bring up third down and about two. Yeah, it's going to be right there if they were to just play this one out. Yeah, clock ticking right across the minute mark. But a first down here is it. It's, you get a first down, you take a knee, the game's over. If you don't, you, you still could might just squeak out the rest of this time. There's 15 seconds left on the play clock, and there's 51 seconds left on the game clock. That Man, that just about actually should do it. Colts, Kobe looking for the snap. He'll get the direct snap. He'll keep it himself. Puts his head down inside the 15-yard line. That's a first down, and the Falcons have done it. They have knocked off the West Mesquite Wranglers. They get revenge from the game last year where they were up late, and they gave off a big kickoff return for a touchdown. They ended up sealing their loss. They will avenge that tonight. As This final is going to be 50-44. to 44. Stick around. We, got a, we do have an injured player for West Mesquite down on the field. And that is big number 99, Christian Spangler, who goes six foot 360. So as soon as we check on him and make sure he's all right, that, uh, that should do it here. And of course, stick around because right as soon as this one's over, we will jump into our Soul Man's Barbecue postgame show. And we will talk about how North 40 has just clinched playoffs. With a big win. Wow, just an incredible effort. And I go back to that defensive stop there. 
you know, with a few minutes left in the fourth quarter. Just an incredible, incredible opportunity there. Incredible, incredible play there by the defense. And Lovejoy wins 48-35. So North 40 wins here. That will put them into the playoffs. Well, I tell you, you know, you can tell that this has been a week of focus and a week of just really mental toughness for these Falcons. Because even when their back was against the wall a few different times in there in this game, they stayed focused. They knew what they had to do. They knew what their game plan was. Uh, they stayed disciplined even when West Mesquite very chippy, very emotional, very uh, just really just undisciplined. The Falcons stayed focused, did not let that get to them. They're coming out on top. Big, big time win for Coach Jackson and his staff and his Falcons. So Spangler is up, and he's walking off under his own power with a big limp. He does have a heavy brace on that left leg, the one he's limping on. So as soon as the ref starts this one up, starts the clock up, that will be it. The North 40 won't even have to run a play. Like I said, we will jump into our Soul Man's Barbecue postgame show. Now all the players are coming over and hugging Coach Jackson. And what an emotional win. I mean, this was just so oh, yeah. full of emotion. It was so just gritty, you know, from, from start to finish. It just, you kept, it was like, like you talk about a, a heavyweight, a heavyweight uh, boxing match where it's just slugfest after slugfest. And that's exactly what this night was, was just punch after punch. The big guys were taking this one. I tell you, you talk about smash mouth, just trench warfare, just beating the brains out game and I tell you big time win for these Falcons and well deserved they are very very excited well, before we go to break let's go ahead and catch the uh, the crowd reaction here a little bit as they celebrate I'll turn up the field line well as I say that they quiet down a little bit <laughs> why don't we go to break and we'll come right back with the Soul Man's Barbecue postgame show it's the Falcons 50 and the regulars 44 from Citibank Stadium the Falcons have clinched the playoff spot We'll be back with the So Means Barbecue postgame show on KFNY Sports True Texas Radio. Do you ever just want to get away or celebrate an event? Well, look no further. Christy Lynn Travel can help you achieve those dreams and help you make memories that will last you a lifetime. Christy Lynn Travel is a full-service travel agency right here in Forney, but her five-star service has her servicing clients from all over the country. So don't try to do it all yourself. Take your travel needs to the expert who will take care of you. Christy Lynn Travel. Call 469-878-4248 or email Christy at ChristyLynnTravel.com. If your roof is sustained, hail, wind, or any storm damage, call the professional roof experts at Maximum Construction and Restoration. They are experts in roof repair or complete roofing system replacements, and they're locally owned and operated and fully insured. We will be glad to guide you through the insurance claim process. As our customer, you can choose from our wide selection of shingles that are guaranteed to last. Call 469-595-6059 today for your free roof inspection, or find us online at MaximumConstructionTX.com. Your roofer is your life. Go Falcons! You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football, KFNY, True Texas Radio. Once again, 50-44, to 44, the final scores. The Falcons have knocked off the Wranglers here at Citibank Stadium. And a big, big win and a huge rebound from last week's disappointing loss to Lovejoy, who's turned out to be a pretty good team here in district as they also clinched tonight, beating Poteet. Uh, 48 to 35. So it looks like that North Forney and Lovejoy are both in. And it, it looks like, from what I understand, that West Mesquite and Poteet might just be a play in game. 
Yeah, you week. know, and you know, I don't know if anyone really saw that coming these last week or two that you would have North Forney and Lovejoy clinch before West Mesquite clinched. Yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty huge. That is huge. So 50 to 44, the final score here. And what it came down to is West Mesquite was driving with just a couple, about four minutes left. I think it was four minutes even. They were driving the field, had it down near the 40-yard line of North Forney with a fourth. They had it about, well, they had it in a third and four. Uh, they had to try to give a handoff to Curtis Williams. They came up and stopped him. Actually, I would say it was about second and four. It had a six-yard gain on first down. They gave it to Curtis Williams. He was stopped for no gain. They gave it to Curtis Williams around the right side. He was stopped for a loss of one. Brought up fourth down and six. They try a, a go down the right sideline, and Corey Mayfield Jr. goes up, gets just the fingerest tip of fingers on it to be able to knock that one away from the defender and turn, over, turn it over on downs. But that wasn't the end of it. That was the first big gut check time. That was from the defense who provided that one. But then the offense, who still had almost four minutes of clock to run out, had to go down the field and eat up that clock. West Mesquite knew they were going to run the ball. West Mesquite's a really good defense. And yet North Forney was able to eat, out the, eat up the clock by being able to just get a couple of first downs there when West Mesquite knew they were going to run the ball. Calvin Rivera, Colby Suits, finish it out, close it out, and the rest is history. It's 50-44. to 44. I tell you, I mean, and on that offensive drive, you know, like you said, West Mesquite had everything they had in the box. But I tell you, Kobe Suits and Cameron Barra just stuck their heads down, just gritted through it, took care of the football, which is what we said. They had to take care of the football. I tell you, this is a gritty, gritty, emotional, just a good, as they call it, blue-collar goon win for these Falcons tonight. Well, you know, that's – we had talked about it last year. Me and Will kind of mentioned it over, you know, through a couple of games early in the year of how we, we kept mentioning the term complementary football. And what we mean by that is the offense helps out the defense. And last year the offense just didn't help out the defense. The defense was really good last year. They kept them in a lot of games. The offense just, just couldn't do anything. And so this year it's been the complete opposite. And this, this, this game was the epitome. And that last four or five minutes was the epitome of what perfect complementary football looks like. Your offense goes down and scores. It takes the lead 50-44. to 44. You come back down, their, their offense is driving. If you can get them off the field, your defense comes up. They, they complement with their side. They get the stop, turnover on downs, but it's not done. you got to finish this thing out. The offense comes back and complements the defense once again, and you close out the ball game and win it. I tell you, just an incredible effort. And, and again, uh, talking to these guys and, and how disappointed they were in their efforts last week and how they, they knew they kind of needed a, a refocus. And, and, and then talking to some of the coaches and them saying it's been probably – probably one of the better weeks of practices that they've had since the spring. Well, it showed on the field tonight. Again, against a West Mesquite team that, I know I've said this a lot, but was pretty undisciplined in some things and, and you know, could have easily incited some fireworks, I guess. Uh, for the most part, these Falcons really stayed focused. They kept their composure, where maybe last year they wouldn't have, just based on what you and Will have said. You know, they kept their composure, kept their cool, kept their temperament down, just played football, and I tell you, uh, you know, that's a good ship to, to be riding going into the Unity Bowl. Well, and that, that was kind of the other thing that I, talk, I wanted to talk about, too. And I guess we can get, let's get to that when we uh, come back from break. Let's take one more quick break. Uh, you're listening to the Soul Man's Barbecue Postgame Show. It's Wally and Jaren for KFY Sports, True Texas Radio. Rich 
juicy smoked meats. That's the great taste of Texas. For over 40 years, Soul Man's Barbecue has been doing Texas proud. Serving mouth-watering ribs, beef, and sausage nestled up to our mama's sides. Or try our new Soul Bowl, Frito pie that's locked and loaded with smoked pork, sausage, beans, and more. Come in and get your soul full. Soul Man's Barbecue. With 15 Metroplex locations, soulmans.com. Conveniently located in Terrell, Texas, Award Music has been serving DFW for more than 15 years. They're known for friendly hometown service, sales, rentals, and especially their repairs. Their experienced and knowledgeable staff has experience in repairing a wide range of instruments, and they work hard to get your student back on the field and back in the studio in no time. Call today at 972-524-9995 to see how Award Music can serve you. Once again, that number is 972-524-9995 or find them online at awardmusic.com. As temperatures cool, call Forney Air. Your hometown independent American Standard Air Customer Care dealer is here to make sure you stay comfortable. No matter the temperature outside, Forney Air can help. Give them a call at 214-924-9745 to schedule an appointment and let their expert technicians keep your system in tip-top condition. That number once again is 214-924-9745. That's Forney Air at 214-924-9745 or find them online at forneyairandheat.com. Hey y'all, this is Will Riggs and I want to tell you about Young Ideas, your dish authorized retailer. At Young Ideas, they believe in the power of listening. They believe it so much that Dish is the first TV provider to partner with another great listener, Amazon Alexa. Now you can easily tell Alexa to do things like find your favorite show, search for movies, or play your team's game without ever touching a remote. To learn more, call Young Ideas today at 903-560-9150. We're local and tuned in to you. Restrictions apply. For full details, call Young Ideas at 903-560-9150. You are listening to the home of North Forney Falcons football. KFNY. True Texas Radio. Fifty to forty-four, the final score. The Falcons beat the West Mesquite Wranglers for the first time ever in the Falcons program. They beat the West Mesquite first time ever. They beat Poteet. And I, I still I go back to that game against uh, Highland Park, where if they would have had the four-three, how differently that would have looked. But you know that's that's being greedy. Let's just enjoy <laughs> this win for what it is. It's a huge win. North Forty clinches. I said earlier that Lovejoy also clinched when they beat Poteet. They haven't actually clinched. Uh, they would. The only way they could not make it next week is if they lost to Roy City, which seems unlikely, and if Poteet didn't beat West Mesquite by more than 11. So that's that's a bit of a stretch for all, all that to happen. So it looks like Lovejoy should be in, but they haven't technically clinched mathematically. But North Forney has, and it feels good. It, like I said, last week after the game, we lost Lovejoy, and it, you know it was kind of a surprise. It was a close one that you just you didn't play very well. It, it sucked. I hated it. It didn't, wasn't fun. It, it wasn't fun, to, that feeling. But, man, it's such a roller coaster. And here we are back on this side now, and it feels awesome. This is I like winning, Jaron. This is way more fun than losing. Well, again, not just winning, but how they did it, you know, and, and just playing good, blue-collar, disciplined, uh, you know, football. I mean, just sound, fundamental football. You know, you look at Curtis Williams, a guy that can easily get space and had some good runs tonight. But, you know, you, you were able to see just the, the details of the fundamentals that the Falcons work on, especially when they're tackling and just some, some things that they just stayed focused. And I tell you, you know, I think that's you know, that's a word they look at a lot, focus, this idea of staying focused and focused leadership. Again, I, I think just this uh, 
just the mentality of these guys. Uh, it's at a real good spot going into uh, the last week of the season, the Unity Bowl. So it looks like now from District 15-5A, who's going in for sure? Highland Park, North Forney. North Forney. That's it right now. Right, right now for sure. A good chance Lovejoy does, depending on things next week. And West Mesquite will if they beat Poteet. Um, now, if Petit beats West Mesquite, you know. That could open it up for Petit to make it in West Mesquite, not. And, and Lovejoy not. And if yeah, if Petit would, like you said, well, go wins by more than 11 over West Mesquite. And Lovejoy loses. And Lovejoy wins next week there no matter yeah. what. So, they're going to lose to Roy City and have Petit win by 11, and then Lovejoy would be out. So, Lovejoy doesn't even – well, I guess Lovejoy does control their own destiny. They If they win, they're in. A uh, couple of stats on tonight. Tonight's game, total yardage, 507 yards of total offense for the Falcons uh, against the 24th-ranked uh, team defensively in the state as far as total points go. Once again, the most points given up all year by the West Mesquite defense was 38 to Highland Park. Well, North Forney blows that one out, gets 50 points uh, up on the scoreboard by the end of the game. So the most points given up all year by West Mesquite. Colby had 256 yards passing. They also had 251 yards rushing, so super balanced throughout the game. West Mesquite, you know, we kind of talked about earlier, if they could hold them, their rushing game down, they could, they would win the game. Uh, if they kept their passing game from getting out of hand because they're going to get their yards running. Well, 113 yards of the air. They did a good job of limiting them from doing that. Uh, Calvin had 151 yards on 23 carries. Colby had 70 yards of 27 carries. He, he just he kept eating up those yards uh, carry after carry. Curtis Williams did end up with 166 yards and three touchdowns. He was just as good as advertised. But North Forney did a good enough job on him to keep him limited. Hey, keeping a guy with his pedigree and his reputation to under 200 yards, you know, a guy that's, you know, gotten, you know, almost 13, well, going into the game was almost 1,300 yards, you know, on the ground. Uh, That's a good job. And, and again, you don't want to look too far ahead. But now that you have quenched the playoff spot, you have to think, especially in Division II, that, you know, you're going to be hard-pressed to find a defense as highly touted as West Mesquite and, very few guys that can run like Curtis Williams. Yeah, that you're definitely battle tested going in, and that's that was. I mean, I meant to make that point earlier. That yeah, if you didn't lose or if you lost this game, you could even lose this game and lose next week coming into this week and still have a chance to make playoffs. But nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to go into playoffs on a three-game losing streak, especially after on such a high that you were on after beating Poteet a couple weeks ago. So to get this win, I think it's even bigger. It goes beyond just the record and, and clinching a playoff spot. It gives you some momentum going into next week's game in the playoffs, and that brings me to my next point. So now that we've got this game out of the way and we've had our fun and we, we got the work done, next week we get <laughs> to have fun, baby. It's, it's the Unity, Unity Bowl time, I tell Unity you. Unity Bowl. And so that brings me to come out and join us Monday night from Soul Man's Barbecue, 6.30 to 8.30. We'll have Falcon Spirit Night. It's Unity Bowl. If you're never going to come, if you're ever going to come out this week's week to do it, Monday night, 6:30 to 8:30. That's Soul Man's Barbecue right across from Brookshire's uh, at 590 Pinson Road. We'll be out there. The players will be out there. Probably some of the coaches will. Uh, then eat, stick, uh, stay tuned to the KFY Sports page on uh, Facebook. We'll have Coach Jackson yeah, yeah. for Talent Talk and the interview for Talent Talk. That ought to be a lot of fun. And then of course. I would say listen to us, but just come out to the game. You know, we'll be looking at the other side of this, the stadium on the stands where it should be covered in blue from one end to the other, from top to bottom with Falcon blue. And, and come on and cheer your North Forney. They've, they've done a lot of first things this year, first-time things like beating Poteet, like beating West Mesquite, like clinching playoffs for 5A. They've also never beat Forney. And how huge would it be? It looks like it should set up in that favor, but it's a big rivalry game. Forney's going to be amped up for it. They don't want to lose to North Forney for the first time ever. 
Come out and support your Falcons. If you haven't yet, come out and support your Falcons. It will be fun. You know, and Forney will be coming in with nothing to lose. You know, they're you know they they're not going to be able to to make playoffs. So they're going to be bringing everything they've got. So they're going to bring their A game for sure. Do you want to mention for on uh, Solomon's uh, Barbecue Spirit Night that 15% of your ticket, if you drop in the bucket, 15% of your ticket goes to uh, back to the quarterback club. And again, now that you have a team going into playoffs. They can use all the help they can get because that stuff isn't cheap. So uh, come support your Falcons in that way. Yeah, 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 for sure. And, of course, one more thing, too. Next week I have to mention that my buddy Hayden Pounds, who runs the Texas 5A Sports Twitter page and the Texas 6A Sports Twitter page, he'll be up here in the booth with us. So he'll be able to give us some updates, some scenarios as we go along. We'll be looking to, of course, District 16 5A and see who we will play in the first round and maybe even look at the second round. But the first round, let's look at that first. Uh, he'll be up here, and I mean, he's an encyclopedia for high school sports, especially high school football right now. So he'll be up here as well. So if you're even at the game, be, be sure to tune in because you'll get stuff that you wouldn't get from just watching the game. All right, once again, final score from Citibank Stadium one more time. It's 50-44. to 44. The Falcons knock off the Wranglers. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you Monday night at Spirit Night and next Friday right back here at Citibank Stadium for the Unity Bowl. It's been fun. Wally and Jaren for KFNY Sports True Texas Radio.